Welcome everybody to We Geek Podcast. Today is May 26, 2021, not 2020. <laughs> um, my name is Adam, and as always, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. And yeah, sorry. <laughs> we did a first take and I messed up the date. But um it's, yeah, it's, dude, we so had how... we had audio quality like it was two thousand and one. It was fantastic. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. Well yeah, dude. How, how dude, how have you been, man? It's been a couple weeks. I I've I have been hoarding my sleep, because uh, I'm not gonna get any starting tomorrow. Uh, oh yeah? It's, I movies, man. Starting next week, there is not a weekend where there's not a big movie from now until after the first of the year. Oh, wow. That's Man. exciting. Uh, it is. it is Like, there's... I uh, Not to take away from it, I am super stoked that we're finally getting movies again, and it's going to be awesome, and it's going to be great, and I work two jobs, and I hate my life. But it's, <laughs> it's going to be fun. Like, I'm, I am glad that movies are back, and that we get to see them, and we have them, and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, mm-hmm. just on a personal professional level, I'm going to hate it. <laughs> yep. Busy, 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 dude. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, sure. Close and get out of the theater by like three in the morning and then show up to the pizza place at 10, you know, out of bed. It's great. It's, it's fun. <laughs> I love that. Unless we're not How's open because we don't have a manager. I, it's, oh, it's been a clusterfuck. Like it's just, yeah. it's, but so it's, it's gotta be better than last time, right? No. It's worse. Oh no! It's worse. Oh, I'm... see, I thought they had better management now. We d- mm. the thing is that like we d- we do, we have we have management that that gives a damn, but mm-hmm. we're you know it's the same kind of problem everybody's having with the whole we're understaffed. Yeah, well, you know, we just started people at like nine nine fifty an hour, so yeah. people are looking at that and they're going, hey, you know the Wendy the Wendy's that I pass. Every day that I leave here, because it's between me and everything else. Um, they've mm-hmm. had it up on their marquee forever. Uh, now hiring text, whatever to whatever, uh, up to $11 an hour. About yeah. two, two, three weeks ago, maybe, they changed the sign to $12. And I, yeah. I can almost guarantee you in a week it's going to say 13 Because uh, mm-hmm. nobody wants to work for, for crap money anymore. And places are hurting. You know, yeah. but I don't like, look, I don't blame them. I, I, I went back cause it's a second job and, and, and I got a raise and I'll take the money. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I totally understand people who look at it and they just go, no, this isn't for me. It's not worth it because it's not, right. you know, I, I, I totally understand that. Oh yeah. But yeah, I... but yeah it's been, uh, it's been fun. There was uh yeah, we didn't open for, for lunch yesterday for some reason I, I i don't know why i didn't ask I, I my alarm went off i got up about two minutes later i got a text i looked at it and i said oh, okay so i went back to bed uh, it's been oh wow it's it's nuts um no food today <laughs> yeah yeah no no pizza for lunch sorry guys right jeez and we can't like i mean the the and the reason that's we, alarming it, it, it is but also like the the one of the big things is we can't keep delivery drivers and that i blame on statesville because i have said for years state the, the people in statesville don't tip they never have and this is what happens like nobody wants to deliver your food unless wow. unless a tip is automatic like how on doordash it's it's added on at the end at the bottom and most people don't even look at it so you right. you're automatically throwing on a 3 4 dollar tip and you don't even realize it Right. With, with a pizza place, 
I don't know of any. There may be some, but I don't know of any that automatically add in a tip. Because the delivery yeah. charge that you have to pay, the, the two, $2.53, whatever it is, that is not a tip. That is a convenience fee. Well, that's why companies love that because tips aren't guaranteed yeah. and their paychecks, they don't have to guarantee them more pay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a, I always tip when pizza delivery, there's like, there's, uh, you know, I always try to figure out if like, if I do something new, I'm like, Oh wait, like, for example, if I like get movers or something like that, I look up, Hey, what's the appropriate thing to tip for these people? Cause you never know. Right. Exactly. Um, or if someone comes and works on something, do you tip them? Hell, they're making more than I, you know, make like, so I, I don't know where that is, um, you know, uh, but for like services, especially pizza, that should just be a common knowledge. You should tip them. Um, uh, but at the same time, like something has to change with that, right? Like th these companies can't continue to get away with paying pennies on a dollar and then go, well, Hey, sorry, your guy didn't tip you. That's just the way it is. Like, it, that's so ridiculous. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, that's been the business model for eons. And yeah, I know. I think that's got to change. Um, I, I mean, I would have, I would have thought so too. But I mean, I, cause I stopped delivering like four years ago. Like, I, cause I delivered yeah. for a couple of years and the, the wear and tear on the car did not match. Uh, cause we were well, paid, what we were paid, we weren't paid per mile. We were paid per delivery. We got an extra, dollar for each delivery what we took what i'm curious about is why what what changed and this isn't something we can go into right now but what changed in to where we decided the company should not be paying outright pocket to the person delivering the pizza the person uh does that make sense the the person getting it like when did that shift like why is that not on like, for example, if, if pizza companies, just as an example, the pizza industry paid uh, their a delivery person a decent wage, right? Um, nothing crazy, right? Like, we're not talking, you know, like uh, uh, management or anything like that, but a decent wage so that they don't have to rely on tips. Like, wh why, why is someone even paying a tip in the first place? Because it, it's on time or something? Like, wh that's what I mean is – like I don't get a tip for customer service, so right. I or or the tech support or any of the stuff I do behind the scenes for a company. So that's where I'm like, why does it, why is it not up to the company to go? Hey, we make this amount of profit. Let's make sure we pay our employees a decent amount of wage, so they don't rely on a tip. I guess that's where like uh, I, I'm in a weird place because of course I will tip. You should 100% tip because that is the standard. But why? Why is that the standard here and not, you know, in England or someplace else? I, because, you know, that's – there's it, – it, <laughs> I'm just saying with, I, I would love to figure that out. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at that later. Like yeah. when did that shift? With, with delivery uh, drivers, it's – I mean it basically, it basically uh, spun off of the idea of being a server because that's, that, that is in a sense what you do. You are serving them their food. And right. Okay. Well, then that's that that's what I'd like to know. Yeah. Somehow that became the idea of like, well, you know, these these people should have a tip. Between that and bellhops, like it became seen as a service, and it okay. and it uh, it was seen as somebody you tip. And if they're going to be tipped, well, you know, the way U.S. wage laws work, if an employee gets tipped, you can pay them a lot less, so that your company can make a lot more money. Uh, yeah. It just seems like you could stretch that 
service for so far if you really you wanted to because because everything's a service i mean you're paying for services when you do literally anything so um yeah i'm curious about that i'll look into that later like because i am curious like why other countries like they're insulted because they're like hey i make a good enough wage you don't have to give me this extra um what's well, the way they where look here at- the way they look at right. businesses and wage laws, they don't put the onus on the customer to pay the right. employee. They say, hey, the business should pay the employee. That's how work works. Exactly. Especially when a company like, what, Pepsi owns, uh, what, Pizza Hut? Like, when no, you have such no, not a... anymore. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, you have a massive, giant company. Why are you not paying the employees? I don't know. I, I, we, we don't have to get all yeah. into that. But I was, I'm just curious when that shifted up. Because, yeah, I was – well, actually, speaking of DoorDash, speaking of pizza, okay. So last time I got it, I, we were on the podcast. Um, I, I think it was around the time I started. It was right before I started uh, my, like, uh, weight loss journey, basically, when I decided – I've had enough of this. I'm going to start losing weight. I'm going to start eating right. And since the ninth, the ninth is the day that I started uh, weighing myself. And I started, there was the first two days, I didn't really change my diet too much, but technically I did because I quit fast food that day. I quit soda. Uh, I quit like the big things, right? But I still had like steaks and eggs and stuff like that. Um, and then it was that uh, Tuesday that I essentially started an extremely strict diet. So like, I haven't had soda since basically the 8th. I haven't used DoorDash since the 8th. I haven't done any of that. I've eaten pretty much my fridge. It's so night and day. I took a picture of it, of what it looked like before and what it looked like now. And before it was fast food. It was, um, you know, I had some chicken and steak and sodas and stuff in there. But, like, just all terrible stuff. And... Since the ninth, I have dropped twenty point one pounds. Oh god! Yeah. Damn. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's so, sugars. Pe- people don't understand how much just dropping sugar as a starting mm-hmm. point, if nothing else, how much yes. that will help. Like you will see a a massive difference. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Damn, that's fantastic, bro. Look at you go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. Um, And what we did, I I have a coach, and she is helping me essentially plan every meal out. And it's basically we do uh, uh, land protein or I usually get like berries in the morning or some sort of fruit with tea. So that's how I get my – so for the first like couple of days, I had a headache every day because I stopped caffeine. And – I switched to green tea with caffeine, so that seems to do the trick. That'll, um, that will the withdrawal, yeah. It will, yeah. And because I, I, I just going cold turkey with that is, <laughs> oh, I had a headache. Yeah. And I, I guess I didn't really, I didn't realize how much of food was an addiction until I stopped it. Until I said, I'm not having tacos, I'm not having pizza, I'm not having hamburgers which is probably hamburgers were probably my favorite the the thing i miss the most that and pasta <laughs> um uh but like i can do alternatives so like i can uh i'll make sirloin i'll put all the stuff on top of it uh pickles and tomatoes and lettuce and onions and i'll have like a little dab of mayo because i guess mayo is a good fat but the t- teeny tiny bit on the side uh just to give it that like i'm eating a hamburger without a bun basically um and onions and stuff like that but like basically uh fruit in the morning 
Then I have around two o'clock, I have a land protein, which is like chicken or soy loin or pork. And then at night, it's always from the sea. So it's always uh, some sort of shellfish or, uh, you know, regular fish. Um, and it's just been dropping. Some days I'll lose two, two pounds. Some days I'll lose 1.5. Some days I'll lose 0.7. But it, there's only one day where I gained weight. And basically, we found out what it was because we changed something up. And, well, that's the other thing. We we're constantly changing things up to to like to make sure the body doesn't, I guess, get in a uh, a rhythm. Right. And one time we changed something up, and I did gain a little bit. So, uh, but that was that. It's part of the 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 whole process of figuring out what works, what doesn't. Does you know fasting for one day work? Does it not? You know that kind of deal. So, but yeah, dude, just consistently dropping it. So. Uh, hopefully in a couple months, um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep everyone up to date or whatnot, but I'm excited cause I do doing little things. It sounds so dumb and pathetic, but like doing little things, like just going places and doing things. I feel lighter. I'm not as exhausted. I'm not as, uh, you know, just as terrible as I was before. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've already, I'm already noticing a difference. Um, I got new pants. Uh, you know, like that was exciting, um, stuff like that. So, uh, I'm looking forward to the next couple of months really hitting it as much as I'm doing it now. So, and kind of incorporating everything, but yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's been a kind of wild ride. That's kind of been what I've been up to the last couple of weeks. Um, and, uh, oh, the other thing is I started final fantasy 14 or is it 14? It's 14. It's 14. Yeah. Um, sorry, all the numbers I get mixed up. Um, you've played this before, right? I, I, I tried it a little bit, um, and then Persona 5 Strikers came out, so you can understand why that disappeared. Uh, oh, and, yeah. And then yesterday, I saw it was on sale on the PSN, and between the sale and the uh, uh, rewards points that I convert off my card into, like, uh, PSN cards uh mm-hmm. getting the complete edition cost me the and that's the with all of the expansions up to endwalker which is the one that's not out yet uh right cost so shadow bringers yeah yeah got up the went up through shadow bringers uh cost me 61 cents <laughs> oh shit so so i i said yeah i'll do that and then i and then i i bought uh i, I signed up for a month and said, "All right, fine. Let's 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 do this. Let's let's dig into this yeah, and, and fall down this rabbit hole." So, uh, yeah, so I, did, I did start getting back into that because uh, between 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 you and my friend Alice, who I get I get memes every day, every mm-hmm. post. That's I that's that's always a riff on some meme that ends with, uh, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen now has a free trial through level sixty. <laughs> it's just it's oh thick. wow! And I have I have seen all of them. It's you know it's like guys are disgusting. They only want one thing, and it's Final Fantasy fourteen that has a free trial through level sixty. It's just like get, <laughs> it's every meme. Every meme has done this, and I get them every day. And I was like, oh, I yeah. get it. I I really do understand, and I will get into this. Um, and I finally, because I what was the last thing that was holding me back just kind of fell away. Um, I can't remember what it was that I platinum the other day. Um. But that was my big. Oh, it was Strikers. It was it was Persona Strikers. Strikers because it was. Yeah. God, it was a grind. 
Oh, I hated that grind. Uh, oh, yeah. Because it was obnoxious. That last... Uh, maxing out your bond levels takes mm-hmm. ages. Yeah, it's oh, a, wow, I It's bet. a pain. It's an absolute nightmare of a grind. Uh, <laughs> and so I thought, uh, you know, sure, I just had a horrible experience grinding something for weeks on end. Let's play an MMO. <laughs> Oh, but there's so much to explore. There's so much to do. There is. Um, there is. I, it's it's just I've like I said, I've played a little bit. Um, and tell I'm just, me you're I'm on the Crystal it. Data Server. I couldn't tell you where I am. I don't remember. Oh, so if you could at least make a character on there so we could play together, um, that would be great. I hope. I pray you are. Um, it's the East Coast one, so. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't look quite that far. Oh, I'm. I no. maybe I'll look up during the because I have the I have the app, so I'll look up during the show. Yeah, and uh, okay, and get back to you. I, well, but, I'm on the Crystal Data Server. I'm on the Marlboro Server. We don't have to be on the same server, just the same data center. Right. Um. Uh. Yeah. Me and a couple friends that I've been playing WoW with for a couple years now. Uh. We got, I don't know, a hair up our ass. Basically, we were, we, we, wow is in this weird spot. We're not, we're not alone. There's so many people that are like, I'm good. I've had enough. There's nothing new since the, the since the, the game, uh, since the expansion came out, they've had one patch and it was lousy. It was like a 0.5 patch. Um, I think the next patch was going to be a month or two from now, but like, we're like, we're just like, okay, we've had enough. We started playing um, the Old Republic because it's free, right? It was free for them to sign up, and, and I, of course, love Star Wars. I played that that game a bunch, so we jumped into that. That was fun. They liked that, and they uh, suddenly went, "Well, hey, there's other MMOs that are like this that we could play for free." Final Fantasy, and they got hooked. And I had played Final Fantasy fourteen maybe a year ago, but maybe for an evening. Yeah. And I didn't get very far. I didn't play with anybody, and that is the problem. MMOs can get incredibly boring and just like, what am I doing if you're by yourself? It's always f- more fun with people. And so uh, one of the people that we were playing WoW with was like, oh, hey, because uh, he's a streamer. He's like, I have a, bu- I have a friend who has like her own community in Final Fantasy. You should join our guild in Discord. And as soon as we did that, holy shit, it was just – and of course it was playing with these close friends that I'm playing with now and then having a guild to answer questions, to be there. And this guild is awesome. Like there's – they're in the Discord saying good morning to each other. They're all – and they're all super sane people. You know what I mean? Like I can't express this enough. The community of WoW can be incredibly toxic, can be incredibly edgelord and like the opposite kind of experience with – I would want to play with. And these people are fucking normal, sane, down-to-earth people, uh, very welcoming, extremely friendly. Um, And their Discord has just been fun to play. So if you do get into Final Fantasy and you do really like it and you want a place, uh, you want to join um, their uh, their guild or whatnot, I can totally invite you. And the, they're they're super accommodating. There are any questions you have, like, hey, I'm trying to do this. This is weird. They're immediately there, and they're they will help. Uh, and they've, like I said, I can't stress this enough. They're all sane people. That the problem with guilds is, is you roll the dice, right? You'll suddenly get one guy that's 
will suddenly start screaming racist stuff or uh, this guy will suddenly just start bringing up politics or this dude is getting really weird and creepy. Uh, it's none of that. It's normal people like us. You know what I mean? So um, that when you find a, a group of people like that for MMOs, hold on to it. <laughs> so um, so that's been what's really cool about this Final Fantasy experience is it's a whole new game to me. Um, I'm actually giving it a chance. There's a lot of similarities with WoW, but there's a lot of things that they do differently. Like there's a lot of the polish that Blizzard has that Final Fantasy just doesn't. Um, it's more like, like, wait, I got to do these four tasks just to find out like this thing where in wow, it's like, you just bring up this menu and it's there. Uh, but then there's other aspects where final fantasy 14 is so much simpler, uh, than wow. So it's weird. It's this weird, like, it's like they both get to the same point, but they took different roads. Yeah. And, um, it's very it's very fascinating to see and like I said I I've said this like 15 times the community is what's keeping me there playing with my friends that we've been playing wow with like this week there's a I don't know there's a wow event going on and we're just like what like who cares we're out, we're making our dragoons we're making our we're making our warriors and our black mages and we're uh what I also love that you can do all the classes in one character yes yeah I was you, I thought that was a that was a smart choice for them to make yeah that was a brilliant move. Uh, that's something you can't do with WoW. Uh, and that's where that's one of the things where I'm like, oh, Final Fantasy has the edge here with that because you can do that. The other the only pro the only the only other problem I have is you can't make like a bank alt and stuff like that. So like there's give and take with both uh, both of it. Um, but so far I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I'm enjoying the story is a little confusing, but it is Final Fantasy. So yeah, it's uh, it's gonna take you some time, especially with with playing uh with playing on a Realm Reborn because there was a whole game before this. Um, yes, because 1.0 was its own game and it ran. It was too much for what was happening at the time. Like it, the hardware was having issues and not just on PlayStation, but PCs were struggling too. And mm -hmm. it's that thing of like, this game looks fantastic. It could be amazing, but holy shit, the bugs. Well, and it was, well, it was an, yeah. and it was an uphill, but it was too much of an uphill battle. And what they did instead of trying to, to just sort of just patchwork everything, they said, okay, fine. We're going to end the story take however many months it was off and then relaunch it. So what, because what we're playing is essentially uh, Final Fantasy 14 part two. Because uh, yes. 1.0 was a oh, whole yeah. thing. And then when they relaunched it with a Realm Reborn, like that was bold. Like you don't, you don't end an MMO, but they did because they said, look, this is not working and we hate this. We understand your frustration. We get why you're angry. We are angry too. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a literal end game, and then we're going to relaunch with a new game uh, mm -hmm. that's that takes place in yeah. the future. And it's it was a bold as hell move, uh, and it worked. Oh yeah, and it worked out because this game's been going on. This is the third generation. This game on this is the GTA Five of MMOs. Like it's it's insane. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the Vice documentary, the three part Vice documentary on uh, Final Fantasy XIV? There's a no. 
I didn't. I'm know sorry, that. not Vice. It was no clip. No clip. I'm sorry. That made more sense. No, but I'll bet that's. I'm gonna add that to my shit. You got something to watch today. Oh Excellent. boy, is that good. good? Yes. They interview uh, everyone from it, and yeah, they basically touch on a lot of what you say, but they go into way more detail about how, like, there were things in the original one that you were just like, wait a second, you should be able to jump. Why can't he jump? Yeah. Like, there were basic things that were missing from it. Uh, They also go into detail. What was cool is how they ended the world. Yeah. Is... They left little like there was a there was a you know like in Game of Thrones where you see the red uh, comet they kind of did that they're like that star is getting bigger but they didn't tell anybody what it was doing and it got bigger and bigger and bigger and then now when you boot up the game you see what happened you see that asteroid come and take the realm out um, uh, but yeah uh, Yoshi P they go into detail he uh, I was I was also because I went down a rabbit hole I saw this other video where they're interviewing him and he like he locked himself in a hotel room for like a week. With a carton of cigarettes and planned it out and then went to the team and was and went to them with like two options. He was like, here's plan A, here's plan B. And obviously they went with uh, the plan to just completely nuke the original game. And n- instead of just patch it, they were like, we're going to end it. We're going to continue forward uh, with something uh, that's going to work. And it, yeah, it's – you couldn't – it's never been done before. And I don't know if it'll ever be done again. You know, they're they're never going to end WoW, and if they do, it's it's not going to be the same circumstances. Um, this this could have easily bankrupted the company um, if it didn't work out, and it did. Because uh, now, like, there's more people talking. I think about Final Fantasy than Warcraft. Like, uh, like I've because, like, like I said, this week I've kind of gone down a rabbit hole, and, and most of the videos I see are people x wow players playing final fantasy and here are the differences and like because that's what i was kind of looking for i'm like what do i need to know because i know dungeons i know raids i know all the mechanics for how warcraft works but like there's some very different things with final fantasy so anyway you're you're gonna enjoy that it's a it's it's a really cool three-part documentary about the first part is all about the original the middle is all about rebuilding and then the third part is about like here's what final fantasy is now here's what it means to the devs oh that's the other thing i'll say this i've talked about the community the community is the best thing about going to final fantasy but also everything that i'm seeing the devs are are the complete opposite of what blizzard is now yeah. It's almost it's, it's it's like what Blizzard used to be, where you had Chris Metzen and all these people on the front lines excited, you know, there with the fans. They were, you know, they played the game just with them, and now it's basically just Activision. Uh, where with Final Fantasy, their devs are on stage rocking a guitar at the, basically their BlizzCon. It just happened like a week ago. Yeah. Uh, but but for Final Fantasy, you know, the their dev is out there in the new Reaper clothes uh, cosplay. You know, like uh, the the guy creating the music comes out on stage and he talked about how um, he unfortunately got cancer, and, but it's in remission, thank God. Um, it just seems way more personal. Like, like they're and, and and they people will complain about something and then fix it instead of going, well, no, we're just going to see how it works. Like, it just seems so night and day the difference between the community and you know they're not coming out on stage going, do you guys have phones? No. 
right? Yeah. No. <laughs> they're, they're coming out on stage and everybody is going, why is he wearing that particular shirt today? Because it's always exactly. like everything is done for a reason. And I love my, 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 uh, yeah. my buddy Alice at work has been, mm-hmm. if, if there has been a, a, and I, and I know there is a Pope of Final Fantasy fourteen. That's one of the things that she's talked about. But if there was a, if there was a Saint Peter going out and preach, going out into all the world and preaching the gospel of Final Fantasy fourteen, it would be her. She has. <laughs> oh, awesome. It, it has been just constant, but not the things. I don't want it to sound like I've been badgered about it. It's just like, hey, this is this thing that's really cool. Hey, this is really interesting. When they announced Endwalker. When they the first mm-hmm. the the first bit of of news with the little trailer and everything, you know we 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 went off to the side and it was like she was just like hey I'm gonna watch this you want to watch and I was like yeah sure and just kind of leaned over and I was like all right I don't know anything about this game I don't know what the hell's going on but damn that looks cool okay well let me explain to you kind of what's going on and mm-hmm. it does a great job of not not overloading with like here's all of the lore as to why this built up to this particular point and why you're wearing this armor. It's like, no, here's here's the stuff that you need to know to get this. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. That sounds neat. Can you tell me some more about, you know, whatever? Yeah, sure, totally. And then does it that way. Does it right. Explains it the right way. And I think that's just it's that that to me was fantastic because it, it made it interesting without making me feel like, yeah, I have a base knowledge of Final Fantasy because I've played them for, you know, my entire life. But this one's a little different. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, you can get overloaded with lore real fucking easy. But oh, yeah, it's I need her to help me because I that that's I've I've looked into the behind the scenes stuff, but I I've only peeked into the lore a little bit. Uh, And that's I would love to get her on just to do a a 14 centric episode because she and it's 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 one of those things that is a that you start that 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 pebble down a mountainside and it turns into a rock Mm -hmm. slide like she 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 knows this stuff cold top to bottom has been playing it for years and just dives into it dude Um, that would be great i would love that it's fantastic but i love you know you were talking about the community for 14 yes and that's everything that you see online when whenever somebody talks about MMO communities, usually it's like Warcraft, flip a coin, you know. Yeah. You, it's 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 hit or miss. Um, and if it's hit, yep. it's great. If it's miss, it's exactly what you're afraid of. But right. But for fourteen, the community is I you you have to really really dig to find anything negative, because they're just oh, yeah. supportive as hell. Because they're like, no, mm-hmm. we want people to enjoy this game, which is how it's yes. supposed to be. And I'm not saying it's a perfect community because I'm sure there are elements out there that are as bad as as wow people sometimes, but mm-hmm. you, that's not the primary like it, that. Those are the outliers, instead of just like the well, you know, that's 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 how it is when you have a big player base. The the bad side of that community is very much pushed away, and I think that right. helps and it makes it fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's almost all you see about whenever somebody talks about the the fourteen community is just how supportive they are, and I think that's awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I saw somewhere like like WoW used to make you want to waste your time, right? Yes. Now it feels like you're wasting your time when you play it. Where yes. I have the opposite. I have with Final Fantasy fourteen. I want to waste my time with it. 
Um, and I, it just flies. It literally flies. It, it, we played over the weekend with, with my friends and, uh, during the week, it's always spotty. We can't really all get on at the same time. So it's a little bit different. Like, I can't wait again to the weekend to jump in with them and run around and do shit. And, uh, it's a whole fucking new world to explore. And like you said, dude, the community is just, it has been overwhelmingly welcome to where like, I didn't know what to do. I'm like, these guys are way too nice. I, I was looking for that, like, there's got to, what's going on? There's got to be some something here that I'm missing. And I'm like, oh, shit, they got a channel for their selfies and their pets and, like, community art. And they do um, what's called glamour contest, like, every month where they, like, show off, like, this, this I guess these couple of weeks is, like, punk rock theme. Like, they're just so fucking cool. Like, these guys are awesome. And I can't, I can't get over how awesome the community is, so... It's what's going to, I think, keep us. Uh, I'll, I'll probably still play WoW when the next patch comes out and expansion because I'm a sucker. But this is where I think I'm probably going to be spending most of my time when it comes to an MMO. <laughs> uh, and it's a, whole, it's a whole new thing to explore, too. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I looked at... I looked at Shadowbringers, like, and I like that they're on a pretty tight schedule. It looks like they're going to be doing an expansion every two years. Even during COVID, they had some stuff that was delayed, but the community seemed to be really excited about every patch that they got, and it was communicated well and uh, executed well. So um, I hope it's like that with Inbringer. Yeah, I, I would love to talk to your friend because I have no, I've seen the trailer, and I'm like, all of this looks sick. You know, the Reaper and you're on the moon, I think. And I'm like yep. this – but I have no idea any of the characters. With Warcraft, you could show me a still of anything and I can be like, that's this character from this location probably during this time frame. But with, right. <laughs> with Final Fantasy, I'm like I have no idea that's, what I'm looking at. Yeah, that's exactly how – that's exactly how she is. Like it's cool. It's cool. just it's you know watching that trailer and it's like and this is and this is when you know this is this is them and you you know you'll you'll meet them at this point. Um, this one's kind of spoilery because they didn't show it off at first because it showed the Reaper class and it's like oh yeah cool mm -hmm. okay I get that. Um, yeah. It's like you, you're on the moon because you kind of have to fight the moon and it's fucking it's, it's weird. <laughs> because it's Final Fantasy of course you do. Um, right. But it's right. the whole it ties into the mythology of of the world that you're on of uh, and it's the the end of this particular part of the story um yeah with and i i'm, I'm not even going to attempt to to uh try to remember which uh because it's the it's 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 basically between the what is it the the earth spirit and the moon spirit more or less and i know people just cringe because i'm i guarantee you i'm getting this wrong but it's the idea that there's two it's the the two uh, gods of sorts. Um, it's right. ending that part of the story. Um, okay. So it's that's yeah. why it's called Endwalker. Like it's it's definitely oh. it's it's a it is a bit of a narrative end. It's like this chapter is closed, and then where do we go from here? Oh um, yeah. But it's very like there's there is a plan. Oh, there's a plan. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> man, I oh man, I'm just. You're bringing up the the Earth and the Moon, and I'm thinking about the character creation process, and like that's the, like that's the first uh, that's the first raid boss, right? Is character creation <laughs> like going in there, and there's so much to do because, like for example, you were talking about the Moon and the Earth, and I was thinking that when you're doing the cat people, 
they have like completely different they have like two different kinds one is earth or yeah one is uh, lunar one is earth basically during the day and at night and like the differences between them and all this like it gets so it, you pick the god that you worship in the game there's just so much in the character uh, creation that i loved i was like this this is going to take up an probably an hour <laughs> for me to figure out what i want to play yeah uh, but I, I loved it, dude. Yeah, and Zodiac, the Heidelin and Zodiac story is what I was is what I was looking. Oh, for. because okay. uh, because Heidelin is the, is the crystal and Zodiac is the the opposite force. If I remember, See, I, I I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hear about this when when I go to work tomorrow. But it's yeah, it's it's that's the 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 base idea there is that this this part of the story uh, is wrapping up with endwalker and that's why you're on the moon and shit um okay but it's it's gonna be really interesting like i i'm 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 looking forward to experiencing this story because i've heard about it for mm. for what feels like ever just because there's so much of it uh and it's gonna be oh, fun yeah. to dig into and actually experience it going forward and especially with all the expansions mm -hmm. like i this this is the most i'm going to have put into an mmo since everquest which dates oh, me damn. a little bit like that. Yeah, I, no, I was I was there when they pulled Karafirm from the server. Like I was I oh, was wow. there for that. And I've like that turned me off of MMOs because you put mm -hmm. so much time and so much effort into that. And everyone got organized. I've never seen an online game community get that organized before. And, you mm -hmm. know, barring Eve and certain WoW events, uh, haven't seen it since but right and then they just well, they, they just yoinked it away and i was like that's it i'm done with this i'll put all this work and all this time and then they can just say no nah, you're not gonna do that like fuck that so i left that mm -hmm. was why i i barely ever touched an mmo for years and i'm talking yeah. years um, yeah but i've tried too many <laughs> unfortunately i've wasted way too much money on them um yeah, dude. Uh, speaking of uh, community events, that's part of the documentary they talk about when they ended the original 1.0 of this game, where the the I don't know it was in Old Dan I believe, and they had a whole bunch of people on mounts. There's like these big stone things walking around, and they're outside of the gates. And I guess when basically the devs were told, throw a lot of shit at these people so that their characters can die because like it's the end of the server so we want to go out and they were just like we want chaos to happen in the realm we want it to be epic we we're going to uh basically spawn these amazing awesome things some things they've never seen before yeah and they were like they held fast at the gates and they would not let any of these creatures go through. <laughs> and they held on for as long as they could. And the devs were, he goes, the guy kept running up and bringing up codes to me going, put this monster in the game. He put the monster in the game and they'd kill it. And they go, what are we going to do? They keep killing. So like <laughs> little things like that. I found so, it was an awesome little documentary. Uh, yeah, dude. I, I yeah, I'd love, I'd love to uh, pick your friend's brain uh, because I don't know anything of what you just talked about. I'm, uh, all the all the beginning stuff, and this was this was kind of the warning I was given given when starting this. They basically told me, "Hey, Realm Reborn is probably the most boring the game gets." That's what I've heard, uh, and it's it's also the, the biggest yeah. grind is just the to get through grind. Realm Reborn. 
because it's very much a traditional MMO during that part. Um, where it's fetch quest after fetch quest after get this, get that, get this, bring it here, go there. Okay, okay, okay. Once you get out of that, that's where I hear it, it really opens up. And that's where it really becomes this, you know, from a caterpillar to a butterfly. So uh, I'm having a, I'm having a blast because I love MMOs. I love the going up the levels and getting that ding and that, you know, those endorphins are just popping in my head. Um, so I'm good. And plus, if you play with people and you're talking and you're chatting about your day, you're making jokes, you're sending memes, that, that's, that's the fun part of it is going leveling up. But yeah, I can't wait to get to the part where like the story really starts to get serious and uh, big things happen. Uh, little things are happening right now with like pirates and stuff like that. But like all the trailers I see are like end of the world stuff. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to. Where, so. uh, where, where did you start? What city did you start in? I think it's Old Dan, uh, like the deserty city. Okay, with, yeah, um, me too. Yes, all the little people. Um, I started out as a black mage. I am a – I forget the name of the race, but I'm a sea wolf. Okay. Um, big, big guy. He's like white. They're, you can make him like white or blue, but he's like pale white. Um, uh, but I made a black mage. Um, from what I understand, you can change at 50. You can change your entire character. So I think I'm probably going to go to uh, the dragon guy or something like that. Um, I made an alt, So I made one of the lions. Uh, but then I found out you don't really um, – I found out two things. You don't really need an ult in the game, and it makes it kind of pointless. And I didn't – one thing I didn't like about the lions were – I think they were called Rhaegar or something like that. They, they can't wear a lot of the helmets. And if I'm going to be a black mage, I want a tall pointy hat, right? I, yeah, so I was like, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I can't make that guy. So um, I have uh, – I probably should find out the name of the race. But the big guys, the tallest guys in the game, not the elves, but like the big thick dudes, the units. <laughs> I just don't know the <laughs> name of them. Um, uh, they, uh, I made that. So I'm this big guy with a big pointy hat and I could not be more excited because in Warcraft I would play a mage. Uh, so I was like, oh, this is the closest, like, this makes sense to me. There's fire, there's frost, there's lightning. Um, from what I understand, rotation's simple. But I like that at a drop of a dime, you're like, you know what? I could go play a Dragoon. I'll go play a Dragoon. And at 50, I can change my race if I want to, like, get a little bit more into it and be one of the dragon people. Um, or I think, like, if you want to, you can just pay 10 bucks and change your entire thing as well. Um, so that's not bad. I like that idea that if any time I'm like, you know what, I want to go a completely different direction with my character, you can go get a different job. That's what they're called in the game instead of um, – I'm not saying that to you because I know you know, but uh, anyone listening, if you play Warcraft uh, – Instead of your class, they call them jobs here. So you would change your job to, I don't know, if I want to be a dragoon, and I go, oh, you know what, I want to also be that race, the dragon race. I can do that as well. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope you and your friend play on the Crystal Data server because that would be really cool. Pop in and say hello. Yeah, I forget. Did, I, does mean, she... I meant to look oh, up God. which one I was on, and I forgot. I think I think I was on uh, I think I was on Aether. Oh, okay. Well, dang. Oh, well. Maybe I'll make a tune on there. <laughs> Play with you guys. Um, wait, is that the is Aether the server or the data center? The data center. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Because uh, um, I think I think because I think Siren is the server I'm on, which I think is on Aether as a data center. 
Okay. 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 Well, cool. Um, uh, but yeah, I would, I'd love to pick a brain cause I don't know anything about the lore. I would love to sit and listen to her explain to me exactly what's going on. Uh, cause that would make it so much more, uh, 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 enthralling. Yeah, so no. And I mean, and I mean, it's like, I mean, it's base. it's almost encyclopedic. Uh, Hell which, yeah. which I get, like, I, you know, it's not a knock or anything. Like, look at this nerd. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's, you know, no. she's invested as hell in this. So of course she knows everything. Like that's, Dude, that's, that's what, what happens when you get into something. Oh yeah. That's, uh, that was me kind of going to the comic book store the first time and, and hearing them talk about like, oh, there's not just the flash. No, no, no. Or there's no, oh, no, I'm sorry. The, what, what really got me was when I started going back to the comic store for the first time for a while. And they were like, there's not just the green lantern. There's blue lanterns. There's red lanterns. And I'm like, what? There's a, there's a white lantern. And I'm like, holy shit. Now I'm interested. Like, wait, what's going on? This is awesome. It's like its own little side. So, yeah, dude, just getting a peek into that world. And I love lore of stuff. Um, and I I would love to know more about what's going on. And, and th- they call us the WoW refugees in the, <laughs> the guild we joined. I love that. Uh, and, and we're not alone. Like, there. There, there's a there's a content creator Jesse Cox. He got I don't want to say internet famous, but he he makes a living off of making videos on YouTube now because he started out making content for Wow with Cataclysm. Him and um um uh, oh I don't know if you would know uh, who oh Total Biscuit for example. Okay. He was he, he was he was him and Total Biscuit had like a show together and stuff like that. He was right around that time where those people became uh, um, popular. Rest in peace, Total Biscuit. Um, and uh, he now plays Final Fantasy. He doesn't play WoW anymore. And I was looking at his video, and he started this year, and I was like, oh, like I feel like like he's he went through the same thing I'm kind of going through now, where like he was learning everything, and uh, now when I watched one of the videos he was watching, and he knew he's like, oh, that's that character. Wait, what are they doing there? And like, I was like, oh, I can't wait to know that. <laughs> I feel like I'm going in circles, but man, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> it's it's a fun spiral. Yeah, it is. It's it's been a blast to get into. I'm looking forward to uh, playing more of it. Uh, probably as soon as I get off tonight. <laughs> if we weren't uh, recording the podcast, exactly what I would be doing. Does she play on PlayStation or does she play on our computer? I I don't remember. Oh, okay. That, that's the other cool thing is like this is totally cross you can you can play on your character on the PlayStation 4 and 5 and on the PC the only difference is you really you just have to buy it on each console that's all yeah um, but but if you're obsessed with it dude like it, the, the good <laughs> thing about an MMO is you it's it's you know there is a subscription price but you can get so much out of it for a very long time where you're not buying a game here, buying a game there. You, it, it can be the game that you're playing. So um, I know I own Realm Reborn on PlayStation. I don't know if I own the expansions, but it, I kind of want to – I might jump into that later to see what that's like to, to, to jump back and forth. But I don't know. I'm having a blast right now. I'm really looking forward to playing more. Ooh. No, I'm, I'm, I'm like I like I said. I think I'm up to like level twelve. I think like I haven't done a whole hell of a lot, but oh, I'm okay. just I am just enjoying the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. I really am. Oh yeah. Like I said, it's been a long time. I oh, I'm trying to think of the last time I tried to play WoW. 
Like, re- like really yeah. sat down and gave it a try. And it's been over a decade, honestly. Oh, it's not even the same. Yeah, it's not even the same game now. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I, I, know, I know it's way, 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 way different now. But like, yeah. I, I sat down and I was like, all right, I'm going to like, cause it did like, they did like a 30 day trial or something. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll give it a shot. What the hell? And I played for a couple yeah. days and was just like, nah, I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's yeah. MMOs are daunting and especially if you don't have people to play it with. I don't know if you were not playing with people when you, when you tried wow, but I have I quit WoW anytime I didn't have a group of friends to play with almost like a day or two in because I'm like what am I doing I'm not like it's grindy and there's no one to t- like there's no community uh, but man I'm not having that problem right now especially with Final Fantasy it, they've been great uh, it's been a cool little community to be a part of and they're so welcoming um, but yeah, dude. I, I I hopefully we could play together. Maybe if uh, maybe I'll make a tune on your server and level them up uh, as well. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it. See how see how further you get uh, in the next couple of weeks. I think I'm at 22 now. Nice. Um, I just did my first dungeon, which is incredibly similar to the first dungeon you do in Warcraft, <laughs> where I'm like. Huh, this is exactly like Dead Mines. Oh, and there's a big fish person at the end too. <laughs> hmm. This is and I think it might have been their like little love letter to it or something like like ah, uh, we I see what you're doing here. Well, Very the, much like the Goonies. Yeah, like uh, apparently and this is something that I've that I've heard about and seen everybody talk about. The references and puns in particular are just everywhere. Especially oh, yeah. once you get going, like it's, I like I'm 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 mm-hmm. excited and dreading it because I love to hate puns. Oh uh, yeah, which is why my <laughs> yeah, own sense great. of humor just drives me crazy, because it's this, oh, it's yeah. it's the same kind of deal. So I'm like, bring on the references, let's go, let's do it, let's let's have at it. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, dude. I just I've been having a blast with it. It's a whole world to explore. Like I just I just walked into this area and there's a castle with like. It looks like fire is going through the castle, but it's frozen. I can't explain it. I don't know what I'm looking at when I see it, but I'm. I told my friend, I'm like, oh my god, did you see this? And she's like, what? I'm like, there's a castle with fire going. She's like, really? And she, I shared my screen through Discord. She's like, oh, I've never seen that. And I was like, really? And I went into an area there, and I'm like, wait a second, you were here the other day because I was watching your screen. And she goes, oh, I guess I just never looked up. It's like, you got to look up. Look at the skybox. That's awesome. And we, we laugh about it because she's in that area. She just didn't notice it because she was looking down. So that was funny. But I'm like, look at this castle. I can't even explain what I'm looking at. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm, I'm excited to explore the world of uh, Final Fantasy and see what else is out there. The monsters are also super creative. Like, it's not just like a boar running by. They're just – they're – very i don't know they're weird (laughs) in a good way well i mean that's final fantasy for you like they've never shied away from like hey you know what your enemy is it's a it's it's a a, it's a cloud of bees (laughs) but 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 why well because we didn't want it to be just one bee we did that over here now we're gonna give you a cloud of bees what's right right i don't know of uh that i don't know we'll pull something uh and then we'll stick feathers on it 
Like, yep. <laughs> and I ran into those cactus, the, the the ones from Final Fantasy, the ones with their arms the, all you the know, up and down. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, the cacti. I love them. I love that they were like an entry-level monster. That like you see them yes. up front with everything. I was like, oh, okay. There's the there's the, the, the kiss of the original series that's like, okay, I get it. A little sprinkle here and there. I'm good. Yep. 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 Oh, oh, I forgot to mention. Um I don't have the creator's name in front of me. Um so this was a this was maybe you could look it up for me the creator of Berserk passed away. Yes, I saw that and I saw the uh the tributes that was was going on in uh, in in 14 uh Kentaro Miura. Yes, was and the so creator. that that happened to be the day that I first tried the game. So I was in uh Old Dan. I believe it's Old Dan. I'm probably saying it wrong. Old Dar, Old Dan. I'm sorry. Old Dan, I think. But yeah, I think that's right. Old Dan, yeah. And I, when you start out, you're in an instance, so you're not really seeing other players. You have to do a couple quests real fast, and then suddenly you're in the instance with everyone else. And I'm sitting there going, what is going on? Like, I knew that this was not normal, like a normal MMO, because they, they had, they had looked like hundreds of people just in a row lined up uh, in old Dan, and it, it was all Death Knights or Dark Knights. Dark Knights. Sorry, it was all Dark Knights. Yeah, yeah. Because Dark you don't, Knights. You don't get that without Berserk. That popularized that yes. style of a character creation. And that's what my buddy explained to me. He goes, yeah. "All of these people are paying their respects uh, because he passed away." And it was just such a. It was, yeah, man, going up and down and looking at all the different people and all like all of their gear, like. It was just, it, it was just, I, I, I don't, I had never really experienced something like that in an MMO where there was just so, oh, I guess Wreckful, when Wreckful passed away, um, WoW sort of did like a memorial for him too. But this was like the way they were lined up and they're all in the chat talking about him and stuff like that, uh, in the, uh, general chat. Yeah. And it was just. I was like this I was like you guys got to come and so my friends uh ended up making a character there real fast to check it out cuz their characters were all in different places one was in the pirate land I don't know the name of it one was in the uh where the like the it looked more like the shire like the green and stuff like that uh and I was in the old dan where it's like sandy and they they're like wait what and I was like yeah come here and so they ended up making the character and looking at all the the people and yeah it was just it was crazy, but yeah, he uh, he had cancer, correct? Uh, the, I don't want to let me let me check real quick. Uh, I know I had... he down pretty young, so yeah, he was only fifty four. Yeah, that that I remember. I don't remember uh, the cause. No, he okay. um, it the 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 cause was apparently acute aortic dissection which uh, his oh. his aorta tore and that oh. that was what killed him there's the the mm. these I, 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 I hate to say speculation but the kind of accepted wisdom is that it's it was stress slash work related because he gotcha. was he was notoriously just a hardcore perfectionist which is why yeah. berserk was always something that took forever to come out was because he was it, you know, it, 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 tweaking and editing and, and correcting. And then when it went to digital, 
uh, he would he would often go pixel by pixel. Yeah, like it's the the level of devotion to the art. I mean, and, and it's you know for for any for everybody who wants to say, well, that's obsessive, that's too much. This guy had a vision, and he was going to have it realized, and so it it required doing that kind of work. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw on the twentieth, um, Amazon's top twenty five were all of his work, essentially all of his uh, deluxe editions um, and whatnot. It, it was the entirety of Amazon's top twenty five. Nice. Uh, yeah. So people were buying his stuff. Uh, Berserk is something that like I've seen, I've heard of, I never read, I've never seen the anime. I saw a couple clips after I found out about him. Um, and yeah, seems people really love this guy and what he did and his work. So, and it influenced so much of, especially like what we think of a a, a lot of, you know, (laughs) especially with, with how we play video games, a lot of them, you know, coming from Japanese devs, a lot of, a lot of the like dark fantasy elements in particular a lot yeah. of that you get from berserk the i the the idea of what a dark knight is supposed to look like that design that right. comes from berserk the gi- the protagonist with the giant sword you know somebody like cloud we don't get him without berserk mm-hmm. like that's just that was right. where that got popular and that's where that you know that mm-hmm. that rolled with it um, right so right right there there are there are a lot of things that we we look at, I mean, look at the the Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Bloodborne. A lot of that mm-hmm. stuff, you know, you can trace that. You can trace that design line back to to Berserk, and yeah. it's 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 wild to think about the the kind of the kind of things that that you don't even think about now because it at the time it was it was a while ago from now, but you look back and mm-hmm. you're like, oh damn, that had to do like that's where this came from. Yeah. But it's, but yeah, I saw I saw a lot of the tributes, and I thought that's that was really cool. That was that. Was oh cool. yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely an experience uh, to 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 check that out to do it live without knowing what was going on. It was like, oh wow. Yeah, that must uh, that that's something that I've never experienced. To actually, be a part of to to show up and see that going on. Like I yeah, that must have been been really something. Yeah, it was my literally my first experience with the game. Uh, it was oh my, or well, I I played a little bit before, but I mean, really giving it a try, I was like, oh wow, what the heck is going on? All these people are lined up, posed, uh, you know, with a big sword over their back, um, and I'm just like, and then my friend explained to me just the way you did. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, sort of, sort of has to do with this in a way. You brought up uh, souls and stuff. A rumor is, and this is from Polygon uh, on the, this just was on the 24th, that um, uh, Team Ninja is making a Final Fantasy Soul Likes action game. Yeah, they're going to call it uh, Final Fantasy Origin. I've been hearing rumblings about this, and I think we're going to see something at E3. Um, oh, wow. And I, like, that's, because, I mean, they're, they're going to have, because we know Square's going to have a show at E3. Uh, they, they talked about that a while ago. Um, so that's, mm-hmm. and I wonder if that's a way of like, Hey, you know, we're working on, we, we've got, you know, we've got Endwalker coming out. Uh, we're also working on final fantasy 16. We've got, uh, mm-hmm. the, we've got remake, uh, intergrade coming out. Uh, by the way, here's another 
new Final Fantasy game. That's that's right. Dude, these guys work themselves to death. They really it's, do. It's nuts. I mean, more power to them. Like they keep turning out, you know, good good product. Uh, Avengers uh-huh. notwithstanding. But right, I they there hasn't been a a bump in the Final Fantasy road. You know, I mean, thirteen was a little hit and miss, um, because mm-hmm. you had three of them. But right, I mean, you know, twelve was off in its whole different direction, and that's twelve is one of the more divisive ones because either you love the hell out of it or you can't stand it. I've never met anybody who has played Final Fantasy twelve who was just like, meh, it was a game. Like no, yeah. Either you got into it or you couldn't stand it. <laughs> right, uh, right. But it's I, I, I'm I'm excited about this. I'm really mm-hmm. curious to see like with Team Ninja working on it. That's okay. I mean, those guys are just coming off of Nio and all that. Like I'm mm-hmm. okay. Like let's let's see let's see what <laughs> happens. Yeah, yeah, that should be interesting. Um, yeah, dude, that's man, I. It's just, I don't know. It's been a wild ride with Final Fantasy. Um, i also been doing a lot of Pokemon Go, dude, walking around. I at least try to get out there 30 minutes to an hour a day and just walk and ride around and catch Pokemon. Not really much to talk about except for the events that are going on, uh, which is always fun. Um, uh, they're throwing in the, bo- the, the legendaries from X and Y right now, though. So they got to slow down. I think they need to stop adding new Pokemon because they're going to get to a point where they don't have new ones. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, oh, they'll make uh, other new ones, I'm sure. Uh, well, that's true. I mean, technically they made, what, Melteon for the game first, and then it came out on, uh, what, um, the Pokemon Go for Switch or whatnot, or Pikachu, Eevee, whatever. So you're right. They probably could totally just be like, what is this mysterious new Pokemon? <laughs> you know, um, it's it's a track. Yeah, like <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I like it when they get weird. I love the trash one and the ice cream one. Um, but yeah, so that's been fun. They they added their last EV evolution, which was what Sylveon, the fairy one. Yeah, yeah. So she's in it this weekend. So I've been doing a bunch of that as well, trying to get out, and get motivated. Got my Apple Watch, trying to close the rings. Um, that's been fun. Um, yeah, dude, we haven't even got into the news yet. <laughs> no, no, we haven't. Dude, so yeah, let's, uh, well, let's get into some of the news, man. Yeah, let's, um, big, big, tra- big week for trailers this week. Yes. Um, we finally got an Eternals trailer. Mm-hmm. And what did you think? I loved it. It's, I... it's, it's interesting. It's different. Yes. It's very different. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm excited. Like that, that I thought was great. Where it's like, yeah, this doesn't look like any of the other Marvel movies. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. Oh. Like I'm down. Right. Yeah. You you nailed it. It doesn't look anything like the other ones, and that's such a good thing. Uh, it looks so different. I think it does a great job. It doesn't. It doesn't sh- tell you that much, um, but at the same time, you get a feel of what these characters are, kind of their story, like. They've been here for a while. Um, I, it looks like they're, because from what I understand, they're, and I believe you talked about this. Did you read the Neil Gaiman run? I, I did, yes. Okay. Apparently, that's what a lot of people are saying. It looks like that that's what they pulled from a lot of his run, where they might be finding out who they are. They've been here for a while, but maybe they're not entirely sure. Um, 
and, or they're finding each other essentially. Yeah. And, and it shows them like throughout time. It shows the ship at the beginning. Um, and it kind of gives you a flash of all these characters. Uh, and like you said, the first thing I noticed was just how different it looked. Um, it, it, you know, it, it just looked great. Um, uh, I'm, uh, I don't know. I, this is probably the one I'm most excited for. Fair. Just cause, just because think... it's something off the wall and, and like, it's, it's the, the one I think with the least amount of expectation because nobody knows what it is. Yes. Very true. Um, yeah. Changi had the, like, I, I kind of got a feeling of what that's going to be about. I feel they showed way more in that trailer than what we saw in this. Yeah. Uh, sometimes less is better. Um, and yeah, I, these are characters I don't know much about. I have, uh, the digital, uh, Neil Gaiman, uh, stuff on my iPad ready to go. So I'm going to be reading that this week. Um, but yeah, well, once I heard about the the Neil Gaiman thing, I was like, oh, I love Neil Gaiman. So, uh, yeah, dude, it it looks interesting, you know. And I I get the end of the little scene where he's like the one of the characters is basically like the Flash, and they fly, and I'm like, these guys look like their own Avengers or like Justice League or whatever. Um, so I'm I'm excited. I like the little you know the little joke at the end about uh, I forget the um, the character's name. Uh, the guy from Game of Thrones, Rob from Game of Thrones, where he makes a joke about how he could be the leader of the Avengers now. Yeah. Because they said since Iron Man and Captain uh, uh, Rogers uh, is missing. So I don't know. I thought it was it was a cool look at it. And the biggest takeaway from it was just how awesome it looked and different it looked uh, than everything we've seen before. Um, but... Yeah, dude, I I loved it. I thought it looked great. Yeah, no, I'm 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 I am cautiously optimistic. Uh, oh, like it just this, this is something that could also go very very wrong. Oh but yeah, it's it's again it's a group. You know, here here we are with Marvel saying, hey, here's a group of heroes that nobody really knows anything about, so we're gonna make a movie out of them. It right. worked out well the last time they did that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like there's like there's some weird things in there too. Like did you notice how many times they showed Captain America's shield? Yeah. They showed the one from the 40s and like in and when they're doing karaoke in what looked like a uh plane. And then they showed the round one with uh, Angelina Jolie's character. So it's like, wait a second. Why why do they keep showing Captain America shield this? And then they say his name. Like, is he going to be in this? Like, because he is a time traveler now. So he could technically, but I don't want to get into theories and all that stuff. But like, but wait, why are you showing his shield so many times? You know, Um, so that could be fun. Yeah. And, and and not just this movie. I shouldn't say about this movie. That's something they could do in any of these movies, right? Like he could pop up literally anywhere. So that's exciting. That's, um, that's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah. Like I said, they didn't show much, but what they showed, I was like, okay, I'm in, you know, um, I showed the kids from Game of Thrones too. So I was like, oh, this, this is going to be fucking awesome. What's his face? Uh, oh, I forget the actor's name. Um, he plays Jon Snow. Kit, uh, he's Her- the Kit Black- Harrington. K- 
Kid Harrington. He's the Black Knight in this, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is cool. He's got like a lightsaber. That should be fun. Or wait, <laughs> you know, it's like a black sword. It's, it's, it's a black sword or a lightsaber? It's it's. Uh, we'll split the difference and call it the dark saber. Uh. Okay. There we go. It's a dark saber. Yeah. So it's it. I'm I'm on board. This comes out this year, right? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, September. No. Hang on. Um, it should be shit. the end of the year, right? No, no. Uh, Spider-Man's the last one. Oh. It's, it's, because it's, I forget if it's Shang-Chi first or November. the first. Okay, so Shang-Chi is, Shang, so it's, it's, it's Black Widow in June, Shang-Chi in September, in July, uh, Shang-Chi uh-huh. in September, Eternals November, Spider-Man December. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, this is probably the one I'm most excited about. It seems the most grand. It seems the most, I don't know, it just seems wild. Yeah. Um, so, cool. And they're, they're the same race as Thanos, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to read that book. Yeah, it's an, it's an interesting read. It's a very interesting yeah. read because it's very Neil Gaiman, uh, which is, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, and I say that as a selling point. That's perfect. Yeah, that's that's what I want. And it's a limited. I think the reason that they're pulling from this is because when it comes to Eternals, this is the most well-known, you know, mm-hmm. story because it's also a limited story. It's what six issues, eight issues, maybe. Um, right, and they're they're bre- they're birthing them kind of back into the Marvel universe, right? Yeah. With his run, okay. Which there's a current run right now that apparently is really good. Um, it's like six issues deep or something like that right now. But um, from what I understand, it's it's good. And it's another – I think it's the main character. What's his – I keep forgetting. I don't know his name. The the main um, – Rob Stark's character in the movie. Right. Uh, he uh, Like the – because I did start that, uh, that one. It, it opens up with him being born again essentially, uh, coming back to Earth um, it, or – they're born on – it's hard to – I don't know. Anyway, he's coming back. <laughs> so it, a lot of people seem to really like this one. Uh, so I don't know. Um, I'm interested. I'm in. Yeah. Sold. No, nah, it's, it's, it looks good. It, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you think about the, the Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer? Oh, boy. It looks like a good movie from – 10 years ago (laughs) they you know i'm cautiously optimistic for this one i i want this to be i I honestly probably better than it's going to be but i really think it's going to try it looks like they took the lessons they learned from venom you know they were like hey we made we made venom cool and then they listened to what people said and tried to do better. It does look like yeah. it, it looks like there was a, a legitimate effort made to make a better, more enjoyable movie. And mm-hmm. I, I like that they I like that they open the trailer with with Eddie and Venom. You know, like that. I mean, that's just pure odd couple plus chaos energy. Right. And and I'm okay with that. Like I think, especially for the way they're telling the story with those characters. That works, mm-hmm. and I like that they're kind of leaning into that. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that. Um, I'm, 
I'm still wary about Woody Harrelson as Carnage. I I still would have loved more of a Dane DeHaan kind of casting. Um, but, I mean, we'll see. Like, it's not a knock on Woody. He's a fantastic actor. I'm just... That's, that's the part that I'm most concerned is perhaps a bit of a strong word about. Yeah. That's That, to me, is my one question going into this. Can he play... You know, obviously, can he play someone, you know, demented and twisted? Absolutely. Like, there's no... I'm absolutely mm-hmm. not questioning his talent. I just... I'm... I'm a little leery on on you know what that means that getting somebody like like Woody Harrelson almost kind of means like this is going to be a one-shot character. Yeah. I don't cuz I don't see him doing a recurring role cuz Woody is not a Woody is no spring chicken anymore. Uh, right. And so the idea of seeing him back as Carnage in a later film is not it, there's not a real high probability, I think. Yeah, I would have preferred an unknown, a newer, a younger person. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't it, mean like a kid, but give me somebody like in his in his thirties, yeah. you know, right, instead right. of like it's. And again, it's no knock on Woody. And if I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic because his character, like his portrayal of Cletus, looks great. It's it's a little different than the comics because Cletus in the comics is way more manic energy he is a punk rock serial killer on steroids um, right so it's, well, so it's, it's be- he looks better in this one than he did oh in yes the, oh god i love that they the, changed the yeah. hair oh yes i i i was very on board with that change oh yes yeah um, yeah but i you know we'll see, like it's it's going to be a different portrayal than in the comics and i'm you know that that to me is never a knock of like oh mm-hmm. no they changed it well yeah they're making a movie of course they changed it Oh yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's like, I noticed the teeth. I was like, wait, he's not supposed to have teeth. Yeah, it's supposed to just be blackness. But whatever, it's a movie. They yeah. change things like that. It's okay. That's the least of the problems I'll have with the movie if I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he like, yeah, yeah. The, that's what I was saying. I guess the op- the opening bit did not. That comedy just didn't land for me. Where oh, they I, made like the most expensive breakfast I ever. It. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I was like, oh, I guess just, I don't know, coming off of King in Black and seeing how epic Venom can be with the lore and all of that stuff. Yeah. And how he just becomes a god and he's here like, I got tentacles, putting stuff together. I was just like, this is a step back yeah, but, but you, I, I am such a minority when it comes to this because most people don't read the comics they don't see any of that stuff so it it wasn't that they're probably like oh this is funny right right and that's because that's the thing like this is a different this is this is definitely right. a different venom it's a different story and again right. we're, we are at the beginning of yes of, exactly of and this. i have i think I have to keep telling myself this isn't the Venom with the dragon wings. Like this is like I like that would be so cool if they did it. So I don't know. It th- that's why I was saying it was such a. Uh, it was like a, oh okay all right I I see where we're going with this. I'm on board totally on board. Um, but it, it does it definitely looks better than the original. Um, it had Ravenscroft in it in clock. Croft in it, right? The the the, the Spider Man uh, Arkham Asylum, right? Yeah, because that's where they're keeping Cassidy. Right, right. Okay, okay. And who was what? What's the character 
it's not she's not another symbiote but what what's the character no, the woman is. who's like she is a symbiote she is it's uh, uh i thought she was something different no scream uh she's i'm pretty sure it's i, th- I think it's it's uh, shriek shriek scream damn i can never remember uh i think it's shriek but uh no she is a she is also a a symbiote she was uh a spinoff from carnage i think which is why. oh i see see well, in my head i think the symbiote was because like i'm from like what is it the spider-man ride right yeah there is scream Right, it's a like a female, uh, uh, symbiote that's like yellow, right? Yeah, I thought for a second was... that's this was gonna be, but I didn't see like you know symbiote stuff on her, so I, I didn't think she was that. But okay, She's, no, I'm I'm conflating the two. Shriek is not a symbiote character, but I think Scream oh. is. That's right, Scream but, is. Yes, I think. Uh, but Shriek is not. But she's okay. she's just nuts. She's a Venom character, though, right? Yes. Uh, specifically, okay. she's she's basically Carnage's girlfriend because you know, good, good, crazy attracts oh. crazy, and okay, good for you. Right. There's somebody for everybody. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> but okay. yeah, so she's that's right. She's she is powered, but she, but it's different. That's right. They, okay, so they show her. They don't really go too much. They just kind of. Uh, show her uh, through a few scenes um but okay yeah no i'm dude i'm totally in um i'm curious where this is a lot of rumors a lot of people think that this is in the sam remini verse maybe um because the way the daily bugle is like they show someone reading the newspaper and it's the exact same daily bugle as from the original three okay so a lot of people think that this might be in that verse, which would be an interesting thing. Like, because then you have Sony's Spider-Man universe from the original movies are continuing on through the Venom movies, but you have Marvel's movies. Now we're gonna have Sam Raimi as a director in it. I'm wondering if some at some point these two collide. And yeah, in the multiverse of madness. In the multiverse of madness, if, yes. If not, wondering... if not in No Way Home, like there. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what. Like, what if he? What if they pop him into that universe and that's where he stays? Oh, I don't know uh, if I'd like that. Me a headache. But this, yeah. no, this, uh, this can't be the Raimi universe because it already had a Venom and it has a Spider-Man, and they would have, like, those would have been things that were touched on. Yeah, I don't get it. You're right. You're 100% right. That that would be weird. There would be two Venoms, yeah. <laughs> technically. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I don't know, man. It it was a weird thing that someone pointed out and said, well, hey, the Daily Bugle in the MCU is like a, is like a, a news channel. Uh, and in this movie, it is a newspaper. So... It's weird. <laughs> and so people are like, huh, that's interesting. And uh, and, and they, if you pause it at that scene, it looks like it does say the word uh, Avengers, but with like A marked out. Yeah. So I don't know. Probably doesn't even mean much. Doesn't Probably doesn't mean anything at all. But I thought it was interesting. Uh, at some point, they're going to have to explain something, though, in the next five years. Uh, I guess we'll find out shortly because Tom Holland's contract is coming is is up. I think after this movie. Yeah, I think after after No Way Home, it's it's up. 
Yeah, so hopefully by then we have some answers. But uh, yeah, dude, it's it's it's, it's interesting. Uh, I think Carnage looks great. That's the best thing about these these Venom movies is they actually look like their characters. So that's good. Yeah, they look. The they're design is big great. and menacing. I, yeah, yeah, I love the way Carnage looks. Yeah, Carnage looks great. Uh, so yeah, man, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, did you see the uh, the trailer for Snake Eyes? The G.I. Joe Origins story? I think I saw parts of it, yeah. but it was a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, yeah, it looks like Wolverine Origins, but with Snake Eyes. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Which I, you know, Which sure, cool. go for it. Uh, comes out July 23rd. I'm just, this was a movie where I was like, oh yeah, I heard they were making this. And then I didn't hear anything else until it's like, and now here's a trailer. So yeah. I was like, well, okay, like, all right, cool, I guess. And if anything is right in the universe, he will meet Bumblebee at the end of this. Man, don't joke. That, you have both franchises and they are both super popular. And they're talking Why would about, you not? Like, they've been talking about making a shared cinematic universe. So I, that's like, that's yeah. what I'm saying, man. It is not outside the realm of possibility for John Cena to show up at the end of this and talk about the Decepticons. Like that's, it's, yeah. it's really not. It's yes. That's uh, how you do it. Bingo. He, there you go. Bingo, he, bingo. He won't be talking about Taiwan, but he might be talking about transformers. Uh, Oof. Yeah. John Cena kind of put his foot in his mouth on that one. Didn't he? Yeah. Cause that's a real sensitive issue over there. Like, um, it's, you know, one says one thing, one says another thing. And you have to be when, when you, when, when you're talking about that, especially, Especially when you're trying to promote something in China, you yes, like you have to be very, very careful. And, yeah, yeah. And, There's no way about it. No, yeah. John Cena. Uh, it's yeah. like the big time. This is like the first time he's really fucking goofed up with that. Like usually he's pretty by the nose, by the books, clean. You know. Yeah. So. Yep. It's, it's not like but, over here where if you were to talk about the country of Texas, because everybody here would just go. I mean, yeah, basically. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> yeah, it's a much. Yeah. It's very, very sensitive. So that was, yeah, it was not fun. So let's let's you know we'll just we'll just go back to to sticking John in action movies and and comedies where he can intentionally be funny and uh, right, you know. Oh yeah. Well. Oh, speaking of that, have you did you watch uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead? I did. Uh, it it was well, a Zack Snyder movie. Later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, me and a friend watched it, and it was uh, it was entertaining. Um, it was the dialogue was garbage, but the action was fun. It was all the, the everything Zack Snyder does well was dealt done well in this one. The music, stuff like that. Yeah, I loved I loved the musical choices. When I heard uh, with the cranberry zombie, I was like, "Oh, that's perfect." Yeah, yeah <laughs> of course it is. Great, of course. Uh, he makes really great music videos. Um, but yeah, you're right. It was a Zack Snyder movie, <laughs> and if that's your thing, there you go. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I, I I was reminded of that when I when I highlighted it and it said two and a half hours, and I went, "Oh, fuck! Yeah, that's right." <laughs> Yeah, that's that's and and this is one that definitely could have used some editing, because uh, there's there's a lot in there you just don't need. 
Oh yeah. But it yeah. you know, you get what you you know what you get going into it and it's not like I well, said it's not bad. It's just it's it it's got a little too much going for it uh in terms of mm-hmm. like those action scenes are are too much and too long and too slow. Um the yeah, well, uh, the the mythology that they built around the zombies and everything that was interesting. Yes, that I uh, yeah, was, absolutely. That was very very interesting. Oh yeah, that that the hook of the movie was oh this is different okay yeah. I'm interested yeah. Uh, speaking of the editing, I thought they did a great job with it because they did something that I just didn't notice until someone told me after the fact that they completely edited out a character in the movie. And replaced him, because uh, he's a sex pest now, um, with a completely different actress. And they just completely shot around it. Yeah, with Tignataro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, her the helicopter pilot. Totally was, was originally uh, Crystalia. And then they said, oh, no, fuck that guy. Um, yeah. So fucking hats off to Zack Snyder for having the... Uh, the you know i feel like as much as we talk about Zack snyder in his movies it seems like behind the scenes he's a good dude like he makes the right decisions uh especially when it comes to stuff like this he's like no fuck that guy we'll remove him and we'll replace him with someone else uh so who does fantastic by the way tig is a fantastic choice there with the the, he's great the perfect blend of 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 sarcasm and sincerity is great Absolutely. Uh, she was one of the best things about the movie. I loved that when they went to her and you thought that it was going to go one way and she's like, oh, two million? I'm in. Yeah. Nope, I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> like that. I was like, I want more of her character. How's, how's it um, doing? Oh, it's fun. I'm just putting on a coat of wax. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. And she's in Star Trek. She's great in the new Star Trek. Uh, she's one of my favorite characters in Discovery. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, dude. It, that, that was a really – that was a great part about it. So – yeah, and it's, no, and it's, it was. It's wild because you wouldn't have noticed. Like she, it's it's great. She and Dave Batista have never met. They have they have scenes on screen together, but they weren't <laughs> there for it. They've never met. I think it's it's hilarious. Oh my god, that's uh, great. But it's yeah. It, but that's the thing. Like they were able to to completely add her mm-hmm. in and overwrite, uh, you know, doing all that. And it's that's just that to me is nuts. Um, yeah. But absolutely good on them for just saying no you know what we no we're not gonna do that we're gonna figure something out at at right. great cost like that was not cheap to do either you know that, that, that ta- guy got caught talking to like teenagers on snapchat right yeah something like that i saw a video where he found out live in a podcast that you could record snapchat uh, conversation <laughs> and you just see his face his face realizes oh he's done yeah that's his career when he realizes that you can record conversations like, Oh man. But yeah, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. The movie, the movie was, uh, and the, the, what, it's on Netflix. So like if you pay for your subscription, I think you should totally check it out. It's definitely worth that. Uh, your price of your, uh, subscription. Yeah. Uh, so. And the, the character work is great. Like there's, I, it's one of the better Zack Snyder scripts. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I, well, I just wish they did more of like what the pilot did, where you're like, it, I wish they just took different curves sometimes than what was expected. Agreed. Um, yeah, that that was the only thing that I thought was like, okay, uh, the the hook is so interesting. They could, I just wish they would have done more of that. Like, I, I think, and I and and this is 
this this is gonna come off this this starts as a knock and then winds up hopefully not being one Zack Snyder needs to stop making movies and focus on making miniseries because oh, it, that's worked, true. it worked out so well for his his vision of Justice League and I think if you if you added an extra hour and broke this movie down into parts yeah. the same way I th- I think it would flow better I think that there is you're 100% right. There is a a different way obviously you edit to a mini series very differently and I think mm-hmm. that would benefit. I think that's that's his niche. He makes this longer form narrative. He wants to tell a full rich story. So, you know, give him a give him, you know, four episodes. Yeah. He doesn't it, don't don't stretch it out. Don't make it 6 8 12. Give him, you know, basically just a very long you know, give him a four-hour movie and then just have, you know, hear the act breaks. There you go. Just do, like, what they did with his version of Justice League. Because I think that's that seems to be where his stories tend to lie. He makes, the, yeah. he makes longer stories full of details and whatnot, but not mm-hmm. long enough to be a full, even a full digital season. You know, that short, like, six, yeah. eight episodes. It doesn't quite hit that. But it's also a little longer than you might want to sit through a movie. So mm-hmm. where is that middle ground? It's a miniseries. And he does that very his his narrative style trends towards that. And I think he should absolutely lean into it because miniseries are not a thing anymore. They're they're not. We're used to smaller seasons on on streaming platforms, but that's still very much a a TV show instead yeah. of you know, here's a four-part movie, done. Yeah, and I, I, it's like I, I would love to see him kind of lean into that because I think that helps more. Now, mm-hmm. the problem with that is you give him that much room, he may wind up writing a full season of something. Who the hell knows? Right. right. But if that works out, it works out. But I, I would love to see him lean more towards writing and directing to a mini series instead of just a very long movie. I Absolutely. Think, I think that would be an interesting direction and I think it would help. Yeah, I think so. you're absolutely right, dude. Streaming has changed the way we look at storytelling when it comes to film and movies, right? Like a book doesn't need to be told in an hour and a half. Um, it also doesn't need seven seasons. But you can have like, for example, Queen's Gambit. It's perfect. Seven episodes. There's your story Yeah. from beginning to end. Um, you know, what's that other one that I – I no, that's know. not a miniseries. I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's not many. They really absolutely should shift towards that because yeah. uh, you could tell a full story and it's like, what, seven chapters. You have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and it's fleshed out. And you have time between scenes to catch your breath uh, or to do something fucking unique and interesting because there are bits in this movie where I'm like, oh, that's a cool twist. I like I like the way they did that. I like the the like you said the mythology, like well some of the things that they started doing, but you don't really have any time to explore it at all. Yeah. Um, I saw who what did who did uh, oh it was Red Letter Media compared this to Alien Two. They were like this was Alien Two, <laughs> this was Aliens, <laughs> this movie from head to toe was Aliens. <laughs> uh, and the more I thought of it, I was like, oh, you're absolutely right, and. It, Imagine Aliens, but as a miniseries, like just a fleshed out a little bit longer. That's exactly what it should be. That's that's also not a terrible idea either. <laughs> no, there should be an Aliens miniseries. Why? Why is there not? Because they, um, they, they made they, because that movie was made 
40 years ago. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But when they started comparing it and they started like showing scenes next back to back with each other, and I'm like, oh, they literally just copied the dialogue from that scene. <laughs> the exact same plot from that scene, the helicopter coming up and the whatever plane coming. Like it just, it's so, <laughs> I don't know. It's so good. Um, but yeah, dude, it's, I thought it was cool. I thought it was fun. Uh, more Dave Batista. And yeah. uh, what, what's her name? Who's the helicopter pilot? Uh, Tig Natero. Tig Natero. I, I forget I if her. it's Natero or Nataro. I think it's Natero. Okay. Um, yeah, I like yeah, her. She's a stand-up comedian. She's got all kinds of specials on Netflix. Really, really funny. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've seen her. It's that you. When you see her face, you're like, oh, I've seen her before. Yeah. Um. And uh, for me, it was Star Trek. Uh. That's where, uh, Star Trek Discovery. Um. Fair. Her just sarcastic humor in the show in the show is great. Uh, and she does that well right in here. So, <laughs> um, she was a fantastic replacement. Probably my favorite uh, character in the whole thing. So. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, you said uh, more Dave Batista. Knives Out Two added some people to the cast, including Edward Norton, Catherine Hahn, and Dave Batista. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> We're gonna have Drax, the first Hulk, uh, the. <laughs> Wait, can you repeat that? What did you say the first thing was? Uh, we're going to have Drax. Uh, no, no, before that, right before that. You said, was it the sequel? What did you say? Oh, Knives Out 2. Oh, Knives Out 2. Gotcha, 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 yeah. gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And have Drax, the new Hulk, and uh, and Agatha all in the uh, all in the same movie uh, with uh, James Bond. That's a fucking, that's a cast. Okay. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, remember when Ed Norton was the Hulk for one movie? That was fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this, I think this is, because I'm pretty sure I remember that uh, Netflix bought the rights to, to Knives Out 2. Uh, so this is going to be another streaming movie. Hmm, okay. Um, they, I would imagine they may, lend, they may strike a deal with, with some theaters, though. See, yeah. like Army of the Dead played in some theaters, did not play, uh, it, it, and it played in limited locations in every chain except, I think, for AMC. I think AMC did not make a deal with Netflix. I think they dealt with, I think Netflix made a deal with, like, everyone else, like Cinemark and Regal and all them. But I think AMC was not included in that deal. Mm. So I wonder, like, what, what was the behind the scenes of that? To see, like, hey, you know, no, we don't, we don't play this, right? But I'm, I'm very interested to see, uh, to see what happens with that going forward, because um, yeah, it was in, it was in Cinemarks, uh, it was in, it's, it was in a handful of other uh, different chains, but I just don't, yeah. I don't remember seeing. Uh, I don't remember seeing AMC listed in, like, hey, by the way, here are the people that signed on to this deal. I think that uh, I think that Cinemark actually was the biggest chain that was involved with it, because it was like oh, okay. a six hundred theater deal, which is more than you might think. But I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I think Cinemark was the biggest one. Regal might not have actually been a part of it. Mm. 
That's interesting. That's interesting. I'll dig a little more into that. But uh, yeah, but yeah, and it's usually just Netflix. It seems like Netflix, the way that it appears, is that because we have stuff from Amazon and Hulu comes out in theaters all the time. Uh, you know, Nomadland was out in theaters. Uh, Land was out in theaters. Late Night was out in theaters. There's there are plenty of Amazon Studios or you know Hulu specific movies that also get played in theaters so those deals can be made right um, right it just seems like netflix i guess is asking for too much of the store the, oh, way, okay. the way that the way that the articles always kind of come out when it's like and netflix wants you know movie distribution but they like they want theater distribution but what they're asking is just everybody's just kind of balking at they're like no nah, we don't mm. want to give i don't know if it's if it's a money deal, if it's a, a placement deal, I don't know. But it, it just yeah. seems like there's there's not an agreement specifically with Netflix. Whatever it is they're looking for is not what theater is not what distribution owners and the people who, who make those kind of deals are looking for. Oh, okay. So it'll be interesting to see how that changes going forward, if it changes going forward. Um mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I'd be curious to see what happens there. Okay. Uh, cool. But, uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, like I said, uh, that's the kni- some Knives Out 2 cast editions. Uh, Disney also officially announced that uh, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy will be returning to the Hocus Pocus sequel coming out next year. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, you cool. know, they, they have to. Like, they, you, you can't yeah. not. But, uh, right, right, right. I loved when they announced that like this was going to be a thing and people lost their minds. Mm-hmm. It's like because it's going to be. I'm pretty sure it's a direct to Disney Plus movie, uh, which I am fine with. I have no, I have no problem with that at all. But yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, in news that I didn't know I was ever going to read, uh, Joe Cornish is uh, writing and directing an Attack the Block sequel, and John Boyega oh. is going to return. I am okay. hella excited about this. I went back and rewatched Attack the Block the other day because I was like, God, is this actually as good as I remember it being? Or is it, you know, mm-hmm. rose-tinted glasses and all that? No, it holds up. It's fantastic. Um, Interesting. Cool. And it's really great because the trying to watch the people in that building get along because it's uh, the two that keep butting heads are John Boyega and Jodie Whittaker. So you have, yeah. you have Finn and the Doctor, and it's hilarious right. to me. <laughs> like look look a decade on and see where where anybody in this movie would have wound up and it's nuts yeah um, oh yeah definitely but i no, i i, I enjoy attack the block attack the block's a really good movie um mm-hmm. so a sequel's gonna be fun i'm excited about that yeah cool um we got a little news on the batgirl movie which i think is an hbo max exclusive i don't know okay. if that's i don't I don't think it's one that they're making that's going to be like the split platform thing because it's not coming out this year. Um, I think it's okay. just an HBO Max uh, exclusive movie. Um, the duo that did Bad Boys for Life, uh, Adil El Arabi and uh, Bilal Fala, are going to direct okay. it. And they did a fantastic job on Bad Boys for Life. So awesome. Okay. Bring it on. Um, and Christina Hodson, who did Bumblebee and Birds of Prey, is going to be writing. So oh, it's the best gonna... Transformer movie. Uh, yes. Good. 
and a very good like you, you watched Birds of Prey, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good. Oh yeah. So it's that's that's shaping up to have a pretty solid team on it. I'm very excited about that. Cool. Uh, something else that I'm very excited about, just because it means Henry Cavill is in more things, uh, is that he is the sort of front runner, so it appears, to star in the Highlander reboot. Of course he is. Jeez. I I don't hate it. I don't hate yeah. it at all. Like no, no, that's. But the thing that the thing that cracks me up is I'm pretty sure isn't it? Uh, shoot, isn't Chad? Uh, Chad's I cannot remember his name. Uh, Chad Stahelski, isn't he directing it? I have no idea. I I. I I feel like I remember seeing somewhere that he was directing this, uh, which to me would be insane to see. You know, hey, the guy who directed John Wick is going to be directing uh, Highland. Oh, that would be wild. If if that's if I was right about that, then that would be just nuts. Yeah, that would be nuts. I'd have to give me a second to look because I I just I feel like I saw that somewhere. Um, but I, yeah, I'm, like, I get it, you know, he's not, he's not Scottish, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. I don't care, it's Henry Cavill. Like, he's a fantastic yeah. actor. And yes, Chad Stahelski is directing it. Oh, okay, and Dave Bautista is cast as the Kurgan? Of course he is. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, of course he is. God, Dave Bautista's fucking everywhere. Uh, he is, and this was in 2015 when it was announced for him. Yeah, the director was attached to it in 2016. Dave Batista was 2015. Yeah, that may have changed. May have changed, yeah. But now Batista's a bigger star than ever. I, I saw a thing where apparently they wanted him in the Fast and Furious franchise. And he turned the meeting into him pitching um, uh, Gears of War. <laughs> I love it. I <laughs> love it. Universal. He was like, no, but... I want to be in Gears of War. <laughs> so he spent the whole meeting talking about uh, doing Gears of War, and that would have been perfect, dude. I don't know anything about Gears of War, but he looks like the main guy from Gears of War. He could do it. Oh, he could absolutely do it. I mean, it's why they it's it's why they put him in it. Yeah, which I thought yep. was great. I love that they put him because he was what he was a skin in Gears Five, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I, just, I even I, think the. the New Day was in it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's, oh boy, that's a something. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, no, I, I love that he he turned out Fast and Furious just to pitch Gears of War because he could, you could he could just fit right perfectly in Fast and Furious. Oh, sure. uh, but yes, give me a give me a Gears of War, which I'm shocked he's he hasn't been in Fast and Furious yet. I would but. I would love to see him in a future Fast and Furious movie with The Rock and John Cena, and everybody's gonna look at this and go, "Is this Fast and Furious or is this WrestleMania? What the hell is going on <laughs> right. here?" Right, right, and the thing is, we would love it. Like they're all they're all on their own journey, and it's it's been fun to watch. And they're dude. all good actors. Like that's, yeah, you oh, know, yeah. no knock on anybody. Like they're all fantastic. Yep. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, which is which is crazy. Do do you remember a couple of years ago, uh, Stuber? Do you remember that movie? Um, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Dave Bautista yeah. and Kumail Nanjiani. Mm-hmm. That movie was so much better than it had any right to be. Yes, <laughs> it was because it was hilarious. I really, mm-hmm. my favorite part was was when the Nissan Leaf blew up, 
and it caught fire. And as it's fading to black to go to a different screen, you can hear Kumail off to the side going, it's an electric car. How is it on fire? This doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's great. It's fantastic. Oh, that, was such, that was such an underrated movie. That's absolutely one that more people should watch because it's, so, oh, yeah. it's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. It has no right to be that good, but it is. It's fantastic. You're right. <laughs> but, uh, we we move now to to the Adult Swim block of the movie news, which yes, you heard me right, um, because Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Metalocalypse, and Venture Brothers are all getting movies. Wow, because <laughs> people are bored, I guess. Like I, yeah, like, hey, man, more power to them. You know, there's a demand yeah. for it. People will watch it. Rock on, uh, mm-hmm. but. Just news I never expected to hear. You know? Yeah, no, especially, yeah. Like, like, hey, by the way, you're getting a Metalocalypse movie. Okay. Well, yeah, especially now because are they – wait, it's Cartoon Network. What are they – are they a part of Warner Brothers? They they, they are. We'll talk a little bit about uh, about Warner okay. Media here after a bit. Oh, yeah, no, that's, gotcha. that's, in, the, okay. that's in the news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, – they're doing that, and in other Warner Brothers news, uh, they're doing a Willy Wonka origin story uh, with Timothy Chalamet cast as Willy oh. Wonka. Okay. Because <laughs> that was the story we've all been clamoring for. Right. <laughs> I, all right. I mean, you know, they're going to, you know, there can't be a handful of years go by without a Roald Dahl movie. So, sure. Why? Well, I don't. I don't get it. Like, I, the first time I saw um, Charlie and Chalk Factor, I was like, okay, I've seen that. I don't know why this is still a thing now. It's It doesn't need to be. It's because it's the most popular one, so that's the one they're going to keep trying to milk, but I don't think they understand that, like, this well is tapped. Yeah. I, I really do think so. Like, I am, I have no doubt that they will attach a great crew to this and they'll get a fun script and a, and a solid director, and we know Timothy Chalamet is a talent, but I just don't think anybody is particularly interested. Like, nobody is no. going to come rushing out to this. No. It's like yeah, it's, I don't see... It's young Willy yeah. Wonka. Eh? Like, that's, I, I really yeah. feel like that's going to be the general reaction to it. But, mm-hmm. you know, if it's good, it's good. Uh, not, yep. I'm not going to argue with the results. I'm just curious as to every other project that they have sitting there that they could have greenlit, and they went with this one. Why? Yeah. I agree. Uh, the other day, Akira Toriyama came out and said that uh, next year there's going to be another Dragon Ball Super movie. Oh, he must have fixed his taxes. I, I guess. <laughs> I must have. You can make more. I, that was the big problem, right? Like he had issues with his taxes. It's something like that. Yeah, it's. If, if you think our tax laws are bad, geez, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't, I don't know anything about their tax laws. No, it's. Oh, their their legal system is way different than ours. Oh wow! Yeah, that, yeah. I've never thought about that. Oh yeah. Oh no. Do some do a cursory research of of uh, Japan's legal system and realize that they have like a high nineties percent conviction rating. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you get uh, arrested, you... <laughs> you're, you're done. You're done. They yeah. Don't, they 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 don't arrest you unless they know you're guilty. Like it's right. It's, exactly. It's yeah. Man, yeah. Take well, it, yeah. I'm glad. Uh, 
seems all his legal troubles are gone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, more. that's hope. That's that hope. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we talked about Universal a second ago. Uh, they decided that the mm. Boss Baby 2 should not come out in, I think it was slated for September originally. Uh, they, okay. they moved it up to July 2nd. Mm-hmm. And it's also going to be a day and date on Peacock as well as in theaters. Oh, okay. And I don't think this is going to be any great loss. I don't think anybody's going to be too upset about this because I don't know a lot of people who were really hyped about the Boss Baby sequel. Uh, I'm curious yeah. and I'll watch it because I did enjoy the first one, but I was not clamoring mm-hmm. for a new one. Uh, yeah. July 2nd, uh, of course, you know, aside from being 4th of July weekend, is also the same week that The Forever Purge comes out. So, you know, real, really going to split that audience between The Forever Purge and Boss Baby 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what a split there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and last little bit of movie news, Legendary has decided that of all the films that could be remade, uh, Faces of Death was one that they needed to pursue. What? Yeah. Wasn't Faces of Death, like, real people dying? Except no, it, it wasn't. It, it, you, I thought you, that was... You thought it was, but it wasn't. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was like clips of actual people dying that people spread all over the internet. That it, they, I think that kind of became that, but bef- but it spawned from a film series that was that was that but fake. Oh, it, gotcha. Okay. It was, yeah. It was like, "Oh my god, this is terrible. Look at this." And, you know, it shocked the hell out of people Ooh. because we didn't know that filmmaking could do that at that time. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think that later that later on that it was co-opted on the on the on the webs, but uh, it was originally a film series of like of like here here are really awful ways to die. Look at this. It's like those people are dead. Well, no, they're not. It's it's fake. But oh but, wow, uh, look at that. Doesn't that look real? Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, legendary. Wow. Okay. Which which is interesting because it, the the way that they talked about it, it looks like that's what legendary is doing. Is that the film is going to be about clips that are spread on the internet? Oh wow. Jesus. And it's oh it's it's the it just goes round and round and round. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. Um, but yeah, just a little bit of TV news this week. Um, we found out that Jenna Ortega is going to star as Wednesday Adams in Netflix's Adams Family series. Uh, oh, okay. It's primarily going to focus on her, and it's like a, a, a mystery in school kind of deal. Because, uh, you know, we don't have enough of those. But right. I, like, like I'm excited. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's not someone I'm familiar with. She plays young Jane in Jane the Virgin, which is like oh, the, okay. the biggest thing I would guess that she's known for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something I've watched, but okay, cool. This is somebody who's done, you know, obviously more than I have because I have zero credits to my name. But so yeah. you know, I like I'm <laughs> cautiously optimistic for this. I right. I, I I enjoy. Adam's family stuff, so I'm, I, I really hope this is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird because this is directed and showrun like this entire show by uh, Tim Burton. It's the first. Oh, okay. And it's I'm pretty sure it's the first time he's done anything TV like at all. Mm. So okay. If nothing else, we know the aesthetic will be on point. Yeah. Uh, but 
That's for sure. Um, HBO Max and Cartoon Network announced a new animated series called My Adventures with Superman. And it looks like a more a wholesome-ish return to, like, Lois and Clark. Like, the, oh, the, the early professional years. So I'm, I'm oh yeah this, okay this is the this one that cool. had, this is the one that had Twitter freaking out because Jimmy Olsen is black. Oh my God, yeah, because he's it, a fictional character, right? Right. <laughs> his his character has nothing to do with his race. Oh my God, it's so dumb. People get upset as if they said like the new Black Panther. We're just gonna make him American, like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's nothing to do with his race. He could be anything. He could be a woman. You know, they could change. They could do they any did, of that. They did that in Man of Steel. It was Jenny Olsen. Yeah. Okay. Bingo. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Olsen's character can be anything. Could be trans. Could be black. Could be white. It did nothing to do with the character of Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, like I like I, that was like the the big announcement. It was like, hey, we're doing a an animated Superman show, and it's going to focus on you know Clark Kent, Lois Lane at the Daily Planet, and and you know they're sort of oh. will they won't they kind of romance and this and that. It's animated and it's really fun, and and it's like and here's the artwork, and it's just those two, and there's Jimmy in the back with his camera, and and of course that's what everybody on that side of the internet focused on was like jimmy olsen is not black i'm like jimmy olsen is not real so right it doesn't oh matter. it's it's jack quaid from the boys who's voice voicing clark that's cool okay yeah yeah that's cool yeah dude people are dumb that's <laughs> it doesn't matter I mean, Nick Fury was not black, <laughs> you know, before. Uh, well, I guess he was in the Ultimate Universe. He was in the Ultimate Universe, yeah. But I guess for the he, – you're right, he was. I, but even if he wasn't, even no. if he wasn't, Samuel Jackson kills it as him. So yes. I, I don't get it. It's no, so I, the whole – this like the whole – I – no, I don't understand. Like, it just – I don't get the thing of like this – this fictional character clearly must be one particular race. Why? Like, like, right, is, it, is right. it relevant to the story in some way that cannot I, be changed at all for fear I, of upsetting the fabric right. of the plot? Otherwise, under- who cares? Right, right. I understand when people are like, hey, this is a character that I have followed or watched or read for so long and it's in my head that they are a certain way. I get a little bit of that. I understand that. That's fine. Um, but it's not the end of the world if they decide to change something about them. Uh, it doesn't ruin anything. It, it, if anything, it would be uh, bringing more people in, uh, if anything. Um, it's not going to take away from it. it it's, it's so – you know, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of examples uh, where things were changed. And I just feel like now we're in such a – everyone's looking to be in a culture war for some reason. Um, when a company decides to make a slight difference or a change to something. Uh, and it's just so stupid. It's so dumb. Yeah, and they want to blame the, the companies or whoever for, for, for quote-unquote being woke. It's like, why? Because they recognize the existence of other than straight white people? 
Right, like, exactly. In the right. hell. Like I don't I don't understand. It's like I I I don't yeah, get judge it. it man. Judge it based off of if it's good or not, not if a character is if if what upsets you is the is the color of the skin, then you got bigger problems. Yeah, then you're uh, just racist. It, like <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah. If it comes out and it's trash, then it's trash. But when you immediately are negative about something just because they changed something like that, good lord. Right. And that and yeah. I like I have and I have but on the flip side of that. I am perfectly on board with people who want to get angry at a company for making non-white characters white for no reason. Right. Like, why does this get, like, you really, that's, and and you get that with casting, where it's like, you really couldn't find, you're going to tell me that in everybody who auditioned for this character, that that maybe in a step, let me look at the, didn't Kevin. What's his face just talked about that? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Kevin Feige do a, do a thing about, Mm -hmm. uh regretting casting Tilda Swinton as the ancient one, right? Yeah, because people always talk about how he doesn't miss. He has just nailed everything. But no, there's there's mistakes that he's made and he man you know, he owns up to it, right? And that's that one to me I thought was an interesting case because it was a character that I understand like is firmly established as, you know, a a as as an Asian character. But at the same time it was also a stereotypical Asian character. Like, who does yes. who does the guy from the West go to see to learn about ancient mystical things? He goes and sees the the old Asian guy, and right. it's like that's kind of a played out trope. So mm-hmm. I I like that to me. I could have gone either way with. Like I'm yeah, uh, you know I'm not upset that they cast Tilda Swinton because I think she did a fantastic job, but I also wouldn't have been upset if they had cast a, an, an Asian actor and, and just right. updated the ca- and just, you know, thrown out the stereotype idea, you know, because right. I, because I get it. The, you know, Kamartage is, is in, is in the East. So it mm-hmm. would be, and it, it would make more sense to have had an Asian character as someone who heads up the, the order there. Um, right. So I, I, I get it. Like that's, that's one where I think, you know, they're, there was a different way to go about that. Um, right. But but again, my thing is, it, it wouldn't have, if they had decided on Tilda Swinton and then switched her out for, for an Asian actor, I would I would not have gotten angry. I, mm-hmm. th- like, that. that's the part that, that astonishes me. When, like, and it's, because it is always white people. You know, why do yeah. white people have to get angry when they're not the ones on screen? I love it when it's not somebody that looks or sounds or thinks like me, uh, right. because then you're going to get something different. You're going to get a new yeah. perspective and a new take and a, and a whole new set of everything brought to the table. Uh, right, right, so. and it doesn't ch- it doesn't change. Like, there's only a couple characters that like it makes sense that they are that because it, it, it's a part of their story. Even stupid things like Wolverine is Canadian. Right. Yeah. It was it was an Australian voice actor that did the cartoon show originally, and people hated that because he's Canadian. He's not Australian. And then they cast um, an Australian to play him. Right. Exa- exactly. <laughs> the the irony there. Um, and of course, like the people always go back to Black Panther. You're not going to cast Chris Evans as Black Panther. No. Right. No. Right. And, and you're not going to. Ca- yeah. Exactly. And and you know and and Chris speaking of Captain America. He kind of has to be that blonde hair, blue eyes, 
so that the rest of the story makes sense when you tell um, everything else. And, and and does that make sense? Like uh, the the idea of the journey that he goes on of like, oh wait, my country is fucked up. And uh, later on, you know, his relationship with Falcon and the that entire show and what that show was about, it would have been different if it wasn't someone who looked like Chris Evans. Right. If that there makes was sense. there was just not. There was no chance that it could be a realistic take of like, yeah, sure, in the right. 40s there was a a, mm-hmm. a a black man who was Captain America and everybody was great with that. It's not right. – it, it, it's not – if you're going to portray the U.S. as historically accurate with just some minor mm-hmm. like superhero tweaks, then that's yeah. not a thing you can do. And it right. makes And it makes for a much better story down the line. I don't know how mm-hmm. much of that process went into it, but right. that's that's a case where I think you can't just switch it and say, well, you know, in this fake universe, you know, he's he's going to be right. black. Deal with it, because there's so much else that it conflicts with. It's true. Um, yeah, uh, there, there's also some characters that are like some of the most iconic characters. I think you could totally switch the race or whatnot. Like for example. And this is like a big conversation right now. Look at Clark Kent and the movie they're about to make. If they, if he's Clark Kent and he's black, that would be perfectly fine. He's supposed to be. He's, uh, he's, the only the only thing is, is if he lands on a farm, just make sure he lives on a farm and get he lands on a farm in Kansas. That's it. Yeah. He could land on someone of color's farm, um, and that that would make it uh, maybe even a little bit more interesting. Yeah. What uh, he, with it, with it's. I mean, because I know he was a character that's been around for you know ninety years now. So right. things have changed. What's you know? What's to say that Kryptonians were blonde, were you know, dark haired and blue eyed? Like no, exactly. They, they could be. Right. They could be black or brown. You know, there's no. Right. Like why not? Yeah. There's there's right. no. It, that's a perfect example of like he doesn't have to be white. Superman can be and, and can be anything. And see, I think the opposite of Bruce Wayne. I think Bruce Wayne almost has to be white because yes. of his family and the money that they have. That just wouldn't act. It wouldn't be as, you know, uh, it just wouldn't be the same story uh, if it was if he was someone of color. Um, uh, does that make sense with Bruce Wayne? It, yeah, it, I, yeah, it does because he is a very like there is that sense of entitlement as a child that exactly. then is, is shattered, you know, when right. when his parents who have amassed this wealth and community influence and what have you, like it's, right. I just I feel like that is a very rich white family mindset, mm-hmm. and the fact that that breaks that hard is what makes him Batman. Right. Uh, Absolutely. And, so, and then the, I, I and, and the thing is, I mean, we're just going through characters. Like, I think Wally West, you could totally change out. Uh, well, they did, right? Uh, or Barry Allen. Wonder Woman, obviously, you can't make a man. Um, uh, that would make no sense for her story. Like, there's certain. That's what I'm saying. There's certain characters, certain things they do right. But if they want, there's other characters like Jimmy Olsen. You can change the race and it's zero problem. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's no like, there's no reason. There is no reason not to. No. Like there's you can if you want to. Like cool, go for it. It'll it it could add depth to the character. Sure, why not? Absolutely. Go for it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Absolutely. And the pe- the people who are going to get upset about that, fuck them. That doesn't matter. They're always going to get upset about that. So yes. it's yeah, exactly. Like you mean you mean you're going to you're going to going to think that, you know, 
black people exist and gay and trans right. people exist and that women can right. talk like you know that's the thing that's what these people get upset about and it makes me mm-hmm. nuts yeah but yeah dude yeah I just, dude i completely agree it's it'll be a and, and and the whole point is it's a fun little cartoon like this is mm-hmm. not something to be taken seriously it's like look we don't have a superman cartoon right now here we go we're gonna make one yeah that's it that was the whole thought process here. Yep. <laughs> In the same family of, of Warner Media Studios, the CW is doing a new version of Legends of the Hidden Temple. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever want to be on that when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now you can when you're an adult. They're, okay. They're doing an adult version of it. This is what happens now that our generation has grown up and has started to be in charge of things. Right. It's why we get things like cinnamon toast crunch seasoning. It's why we get oh, that wow. cinnamon yeah. sugar as a seasoning now. It's why we get Lucky Charms marshmallows sold off by themselves. This yeah. is what happens. The world gets better. <laughs> yeah. So, that's that that'll be a thing that'll last the season. Like that, I don't see. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be fun and everything, but it's it's not gonna last, uh, which yeah. is gonna be kind of sad. But it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, video game news: They announced uh, just today. They announced the PlayStation Plus games for June. I don't know if you had seen this already. Yes, I saw the leak yeah. yesterday. Uh, and they they made it official today. Uh, Operation Tango is gonna be your PS5 exclusive. Never heard of it. No clue what it's about. Kind okay. of excited to play it. Yep. Um, Virtua Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown, because sure, why not? Uh, it's a series yeah. that I think most people forgot even existed, but I'm, mm-hmm. I enjoy Virtua Fighter. I loved that it, it was still very, it was always, it, it wasn't particularly fluid 3D movement, and I, and I liked that, because um, I guess just because yeah. it was old school, I don't know. Um, and Star Wars Squadrons is going to be fun. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. That's a, that's an amazing game. So if you guys have not played it, play it. Here you go. This is You now have no excuse. It's free for PS Plus people this coming month. Oh, yeah. Um, which means we should be getting uh, games for gold any day now? Or did we already? I'm not sure. I feel like we might have already. Give me a second, and I will look. Because mm. it seems like... We should have gotten that because uh, we are coming up on the end of the month here. Uh, yep. June skips it. Aha. Yes, we do. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, and actually it, it looks like it just, this list just dropped. Um, okay. So available for the month of June is the King's Bird, which I have never heard about, but it does look pretty. Um. And then your middle of the month, from June 16th to July 15th, uh, you get Shadows Awakening. Okay. All right. Um, and then the two backwards compatible titles uh, for the first half of the month is Neo Geo Battle Coliseum, which I am always down for any game that has Neo Geo in the title. Um, oh, yeah. Just because it's, uh, it's going to be fun as hell. Um, <laughs> and, the, uh, and the second half of the month, is the first Injustice. Oh, okay. Because Injustice 2, I think, was... It's either on Game Pass or it was on Games for Gold for a while. 
It is. Uh, it's on Game Pass. Yeah. I played it like a month ago. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's also part of the PlayStation Now collection, or the PS Plus collection, whatever it is. I think it's on there, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, interesting. Interesting, interesting lineup. Uh-huh. Um, I I don't know who to... I did, yeah, I know who to give the edge to. I give it to PlayStation this month just because they're catching up with Xbox because Squadrons has mm-hmm. been on EA Play or EA Access, yeah. which is part of uh, Game Pass. Right. So it's it's them catching up. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's kind of a... I, I don't know. It's hard to call this month because Injustice is really good. Yeah, it is. I don't know. We'll call this. We'll call this one a push. Both both of them have decent lineups this month, and which is good. Like I'm all for. I'm all for when they both have good months. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and I would expect a further surprise from one or both companies here, because uh, E3 is in three weeks. Middle of June, yep. right? June twelfth through the fifteenth. Yep. So we'll see. I'm sure they because like I know Sony is doing their Days of Play sale, which they always do around, or their Summer of Play or whatever it is. They always do around E3. Um, that started up today, today or yesterday. Uh, so look for look for another another freebie from somebody. I'm sure. Yeah. In the next in the next month. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw that Skull and Bones, the the pirate simulator from Ubisoft, has been delayed again. Um, <laughs> okay, it's pushed to uh, 2022 now. That's all we know. Okay, and we got some interesting uh, Pokemon news today, kind of out of nowhere, because I didn't think that we like there wasn't a direct scheduled or anything, was there? I didn't miss that no. memo, did I? Um, no yeah but i just i looked on twitter and it's like oh hey by the way um the the next remasters which we knew were a brilliant diamond and shining pearl uh, are going to come mm-hmm. out on november 19th which is what the week of thanksgiving or the week before i think so yeah and then pokemon legends arceus is going to be january 28th of next year so you get yes. a couple months to play your remasters and then a new game yeah it's exciting get one for christmas or holiday whatever you celebrate around that time of year uh and uh right around the corner you get uh the brand new game there you go um and they will be uh brilliant diamond and shining pearl will also have a double pack oh okay so they will have one that has both i imagine that won't be cheap but it will be an option yeah uh, yeah. We got two last little pieces of news here. And I say little mm-hmm. pieces of news, even though it concerns the fact that Amazon bought MGM Studios for $8.45 billion. That's wild. So Amazon now owns James Bond. <laughs> I mean, that's what they were paying. That's why they bought MGM. Let's, yeah. Let's be else, honest. What else does MGM have? I, they ha- They do have more than that, but that's what they were buying. They're buying the backlog, but like, what other franchises? I that's a good like. What do they have currently? I that's a very good property. Yeah. That's a good, very good. Okay, property. so they, yeah, they have Rocky, they have Pink Panther, they have Vikings, Legally Blonde, Stargate, RoboCop. These are some franchises you could bring back for Amazon exclusive stuff. 
Um, yeah, those are the big ones. Stargate, you could probably resurrect that somehow. I oh, Hands Made Tale. There really? Already, that's on Amazon, right? Hulu, yeah. That's interesting. Viking seems super popular. RoboCop, they tried to bring that back not too long ago. It didn't work all that well. Right, but Rocky's doing pretty good, that franchise. Uh, and, of course, James Bond. Yeah. Uh, that's the big one. I'm surprised they haven't done a James Bond like universe where like you have multiple the, uh, characters and the family the producer family was it the broccolis they they won't yeah. allow it they will oh. not, they will flat out not allow it james bond is a is a movie character in his own movies full stop gotcha okay they, yeah that is a that is completely a they will not let that happen deal all right uh, they throw that Amazon money around, though, that may change, but... Might change. I, I doubt it. I highly, yeah. highly doubt it. Yeah. Don't even outshining James Bond in that's his own universe. Ex- exactly. No, that's that's exactly the thing. Um, right. Can't have an odd job movie. No. I'm just trying to think about characters. They have a bunch of colorful characters. I, you couldn't have yeah. an odd job movie. It'd have to be a short film. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> oh no! Yes, yes, I did. I'm, I'm not. I'm not apologizing. I should, but I'm not. I don't care. Uh, yeah, that I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's awful. <laughs> anyway, also in terms of people buying things, there is a a merger being done, which will birth a new company. That's the way this is going to pan out. Uh, AT&T is spinning off Warner Media, which is everything Warner Brothers. That's Warner Brothers, DC yep. Comics, HBO. Uh, what do they have at uh, TBS, TNT, all that kind of stuff? Everything yeah. Warner Media related. All of it. The film studio, the whole bit. Um, they are getting merged with, of all freaking companies discovery to create a new company uh, yeah because AT&T, AT&T bought all the Warner Media properties like three years ago right and in three years they looked at this and said nah it ain't worth it basically yeah they gave up yeah because AT&T sucks uh, and I guess I think yeah. it's just that they got tired of John Oliver calling them out every week that's just me but right, <laughs> yeah. I just that was that's always been fun to me. But yeah, so that's yeah. Gonna... I guess I never saw Discovery as this big company that could purchase something like that. But well, apparently they, it is. They 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 did, but they didn't. It's an it's a very strange. It's it's an it, because we don't have mergers much anymore. You know, one company buys it, we yeah. have buyouts. Um, but yeah. It's it's wild. Uh, I just hope we. I hope they put everything on the HBO app, uh, and we don't have to get a Discovery Plus thing. Wait, is there a Discovery Plus? Oh my there god! Is, yes, I because oh there my is. God. Well, and here's the thing though, it's because there is so much content. I am here's what I am okay with. I am okay with them still being separate, but part as a bundle, like you have Hulu and Disney Plus. That's true. You can that have them sense. separate, but as part of a bundle, because they are two very different audiences. You know, Discovery, oh, yeah. Discovery Plus <laughs> is your food t- is your you know Food Network, uh, HGTV, uh, on, uh, obviously Palm all Stars. the Discovery channels, uh, a- all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, 
and HBO Hitler, Max has all that history all your, channel stuff. And, yeah, and HBO Max <laughs> has all of that, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I am, I am totally on board with them saying, you know, You're right. we're we're gonna make it. You know, we may cut the price a little bit and encourage you to bundle, but you can still get one or the other. Um, yeah, and both of the interfaces are fine. Discovery Plus is because could use a little tweaking. Um, but H, like the way they've got HBO Max organized is not bad. I don't hate it. Um, so I don't well, see I don't see the need to cannibalize both of those infrastructures uh, just for the sake of putting all of that content in one place. I, I am totally fine with them staying separate. But I mean if you think about it, I'm just trying to think of all the apps they have. They have Discovery. You have HBO Max. You have CW app. You have, which is what, Seed. You have DC Comics. Like, I, I, it's got, something has to give with these. All in the same company. I, my, my thing is, I think that's why, like, I think if you want to combine all of the HBO, CW, CW, DC stuff into one app, sure. I'm okay with that. But I, I yeah, because they they have everything. I mean, they even have anime. I looked, Berserk was on there because yeah. I went to go look what what was up, and that's on there. So they, yeah, you're right. For, for combine the, those things. Yeah, for the time being, at least, uh, because remember, yeah, yeah. this was before Sony bought Crunchyroll. Oh, okay. So because yeah. they already, uh, right? Because right. they owned Funimation and then bought Crunchyroll. I keep wanting to think it's the other way around. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But. So that's that's gonna be interesting. Um, but I no, I am because I think you have two different crowds when it comes to HBO Max and Discovery Plus. Uh, mm-hmm. So I I'm okay with keeping you know, that separate. Uh, I think I, I think this. Oh, I, think, I think rolling all of the like all of the Warner Brothers stuff, the CW and and DC Comics, and rolling mm-hmm. that all into the HBO Max app makes sense. I think that's something you need to do. Um, yeah i i think this gives some um truth to what the rumors have been over the last couple months about at&t wanting to sell dc comics to somebody um uh and like you know like the the rumor was that marvel was offered it and they turned it down uh other companies like amazon um even like, and then there was rumors that a group of fans, super rich fans, were go, were wanting to purchase it, uh, and that AT and T was trying to sell off um, some of its stuff. Uh, this makes a lot of sense too, if you know, especially, especially with this news that they're like, "Yep, we're you guys, we're get, we're getting rid of this." Yeah, they sold. What they did um, was they they sold off everything that wasn't their telecommunications brand. Like that's right, like right, AT&T right. is still going to do, you know, cell phone service and, and internet and TV and all that stuff. But all of right. their, like the, like uh, Warner brothers, DC comics, nether realm studios, that was part of it. Uh, okay. Everything. If you think of like everything that HBO and Warner brothers owned, all of that mm-hmm. is, is going to be part of this new company now. Right. Right. Uh, Mortal Kombat, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yep. It's well, just, cool. And 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 it's weird that it also includes DC Comics because now I'm just thinking of the the you know the Superman Guy Fieri crossover, 
you know? Right. <laughs> because that's a that right. can be a thing now. Yep. Exactly. But, but it totally can. It's the History Channel is going to be full of DC comic stuff. I mean, hey, you know, no. A and E's got WWE stuff going because it's an NBC property, so why not? Oh, that's why they got all that on there now. Yep. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yep, yep, yep. Which is cool. I've been having fun watching those. Yeah. That's cool. Ooh, what is this? What is this you sent me here? Rising Storm. Ooh, new Star Wars book. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw the cover of it and I was like, oh, that looks awesome. It does like nights. Yeah. Yeah. Very I'm excited cool. for that book. Yeah, I yeah. just uh, I just finished. Uh, I can't remember the name of it now. Help me out here. The first the first one in the High Republic series, Light of the Jedi, right? Yes. Yes. The Light I, of the Jedi. Yeah, I just finished that the other day. It was super, 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 super good. I think I read the first part, of, like half of it, but I didn't read the rest. It's, uh, it it, it I got keeps so going. Sidetracked. Yeah, it's it keeps it's a it's a it's a well paced. It's really well done. Um, and yeah. Started, oh yeah, it opens up great. Yeah, and I started reading, and I can't because I can never keep the titles of them straight anymore. Um, the Claudia Gray one, Into the Dark, the young adult, Into the Dark, uh, mm-hmm. one, and it's and it definitely reads different. Um, uh, and I didn't notice, like I'm. Because I usually stick to primarily young adult focused fiction because I find that's some of my favorite kind of writing. Um, yeah. When I went from when I went from Charles Sewell, who does more, I, I'm not going to say adult oriented fiction, but definitely mm-hmm. aimed at a slightly older audience at least. Um, yes. And then going to Claudia Gray, it's a I didn't realize it's a big shift. Like yeah, oh yeah. St- like stylistically in particular, very, very mm-hmm. big shift. And not just because it's two different writers, but because it is very much like, you know, Light of the Jedi is from somebody who has more of a a fiction writing background as opposed to a young adult writing background. Right, um, right. To, to, so it's more like a movie. <laughs> like a... Yeah. The action is crazy to read in a... But... enjoy the hell out of both of them um i really enjoyed Mm -hmm. light of the jedi i liked what it set up i liked what they did with the with the nile and everything so Mm -hmm. i'm really curious to see where this goes uh yeah headed forward so i I started into the dark but i've i've got like six different things going on it's it's been yeah i was doing that i played strikers uh oh i saw spiral uh the other week Oh, how was that? It's really good. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually really, really good. If you get a chance, definitely oh, check that out. Um, oh, okay. See, I didn't. I thought it got bad reviews, so I didn't even give it a second chance. I or enjoyed second, second thought. But... I enjoyed the hell out of it. I don't know. Oh, like, okay. I don't. I, I stopped reading reviews uh, just because usually right. I stay away from them before a movie comes out. Like I know the Quiet Place and Cruella reviews are up. I don't care. I don't want to read them. Like I'm gonna watch them <laughs> myself eventually and make my own opinion up, and then I yeah. never go back. I just always forget to go back and read. Well, what did critics think about this? I just forget. Uh, gotcha. But no, I I enjoyed Spiral. I really really did. Um, I definitely think it's okay. it's worth checking out. Yeah. Uh, and I've like I've been. It's I hate it. I have to make this joke, and I'm really sorry. But this month for me has been anime. 
it really has. Oh my God. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. I couldn't stop myself. Yeah. And I didn't think about that until earlier. Um, cause I, I'm, uh, I did Demon Slayer and then the movie and enjoy, just enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, yeah. so, so good. So good. Um, I got through season three of Attack on Titan. Oh shit. Also really good, but it's, you've got to be in a mindset to watch that cause it gets really depressing oh, yeah. a lot. Um, and to, ba- to balance that out, I got caught up. I started at season two and got caught up on My Hero Academia. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, movies and all. The movies are astonishing. No wonder they sold out whenever we had them. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, I got to catch up on that. I um, oh, I finished so, the, the... So good. The, so, so good. Oh, yeah. I finished the first season of Demon Slayer, which I really liked. thought yeah. it was great. Um, and I just started the movie... But uh, I had to go do something last night, so I had to turn it off. But it, the very beginning of the movie opens up with the train and stuff, and I've, I've seen that. So yeah, it it's like the very end of it. Yeah. It literally picks up at the end of season one. It's great. Uh, yep. But yep, the, yep. Oh, the so, movie is fantastic. It's so, so, yeah. so good. Yeah, I'm going to be watching that tonight. So yeah, You watch that. I'm going to watch the, the no-clip documentaries. Oh that yeah, looks, yeah. That looks great. like I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm absolutely gonna watch that because those are phenomenal. Because mm-hmm. those are always good. No clip stuff is always really, really good stuff. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. They they dig deep. They talk to uh, the guy. I oh I recognize the guy they talked to. He's one of the um, uh, translators of that translates it uh, into into English uh, over here. And he was one of the guys that hosted their big event uh, last week or whatnot. And I was like, oh, that's the same guy from the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, uh, of course, translating um, for Yoshi P and all of them. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, dude, it's cool. Yeah, man, same here. I, I felt like I've been doing a lot of the same stuff, too. Uh, I've only seen the first season. Oops, sorry. That's my alarm. Uh, I've only seen the first season of Attack on Titan, though, so yeah, I gotta watch it, more it, of that. It gets better and more depressing at the same time. Uh, yeah, that I think the problem. Yeah, I have to be the right mindset for that. Yeah. But my Hero Academia, I could probably catch up on that. Oh, though. so fun! It and it just yeah. keeps it's it's everything you want in it. I love it. Oh yeah, it's so good. Absolutely. Oh, cool, dude. Well, we got a lot to watch, a lot to see over the next week. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you in a week or so. Uh, when we're a little bit more deeper in Final Fantasy and uh, and uh, get into the lore and stuff like that, and yeah. see if your friend will pop on, that'd be great. Yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, I'll definitely. I because I'll next time I talk, next time I talk to them, I'll I'll definitely bring that up. Yep. Well, cool, man. Well, I think that's it. Um, uh, make sure you go to our Facebook group, We Geek Podcast. Uh, so you can send us an email, wegeekpodcast at gmail.com um and uh we're on youtube spotify all that good stuff um and yeah that's it captain captain